stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing. Nothing but pure sports. This is the JP Show. JP, it is so good to hear you back on the air. Stand by. Now, here's JP. All righty, welcome into a Friday edition of the J.P. Peterson Show. Man, I'm just jacked up today. I'm so excited. I mean, where else would you rather be than in Tampa Bay these days? I mean, it's just it's just the greatest place in the world to live. I'm, I'm sorry, it's just, you know, between the golf and a little bit of rainy a little bit lately, but I, I don't know. I'm just on a high today. Even though I think it may be in my concussion that I received yesterday after when I was diligently working on the set before. The show yesterday, I, I, um, I took a little head injury. As I, You ever stand up real quick and then hit your head on something like a steel shelf? Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Um, but, you know, I gutted it out yesterday. Gutted it out. No AD here. And I'm back the next uh, two days in a row I'm here bringing it, bringing it hard. Not like AD. I'd be out for like two weeks if it, you know, AD be like, bah. Can't post. And you but learned. Here. And you learned your lesson. You got the hat back on today. You got the hat on today. It's a new hat, by the I way. I know. I was like, like I haven't this? seen that hat before. You got a yeah. little bull on there. Yeah, this is the uh, the alternate Avila logo. Played a little member guest the other day with uh, Jeff Stanislaw. We were bad. We were bad. Not but, shocking. But we had fun. We had really we had a lot of fun as we always do. But yeah, they, so they have a new logo. Their alternate logo is this uh, this like bull. It's pretty cool. It looks it? like the logo that USF was going to make their logo before right. they <laughs> reverse oh, course on like it. it. So, yeah, so we got, we're going to have a lot of fun today. Corey Long's going to join us. Uh, he have, uh, covers the Bolts, covers college football, professional football. We're going to talk a little bit of everything with him, um, get, get his thoughts on FSU and Florida, what's going on with that, always plugged into recruiting, et cetera. Uh, at 1030, Greg Wolf is going to join us. From the Tampa Bay Lightning, he's up in North Carolina working the women's lacrosse championships. But he, you know, he he came out with a post with trying to explain to Lightning fans how to root for the Panthers. Like, you know, there's a little toolkit, there's some things to remind you, you know. I like, I, and I'm like, okay. And I saw Casey Hudson talking about it. Some other Lightning Lightning. There are a lot of Lightning fans are having having a problem with this. So I thought we could bring Dr. Greg on, and he could kind of talk us through how to. How to root for the Panthers? I, I, I'm I'm kind of in on it, but I, I told you all I won't be able to really tell until if it's Dallas, no question. You know I don't like anything Dallas it, it, with their professional sports teams. Nah, no good. Um, but although I yeah, Luke, I kind of like Luca, but anyway, we hate the Cowboys. Um, we don't like the Stars. Um, you know it, it just. It is what it is. Uh, but if it's Vegas, I don't know. I kind of have a little soft spot in my heart for the Golden Knights. That's sad to hear. I'm all in on the Panthers, so I can't wait to see what, what other all techniques right. I can use for all Greg right. to give me here. Greg will help me. He, he already did. I mean, I thought his, um, I thought his, his little soliloquy on Instagram was convincing. And he knows a lot of the people that, down there. He's worked the All-Star game, so he's got some more affinity for them than maybe the regular because you know, there's a lot of Lightning fans that have gone down to games down there, and their their fans are they're kind of jerky. A little bit. You know, they're Miami people. They're, they're jerky. You know, they're not they're not cool, down to earth. You know, blue collar type, wonderful people like you find here in the Tampa Bay area. They're just they're you know they're L.A. wannabe jerks for the most part. So <laughs> I you know I have I grew up down there. I know of what I speak. So uh, it's just that's why I don't go back anymore. 
And and Brooks kept Brooks Kepka and his cocaine eyes are perfect. Oh, he for for all those games he, down yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. That that's you are that's your brand. You're Brooks Kepka. That's your brand, right? Yeah, and and Mike McDaniel as as the guy. We're that, Michael Block. Lightning or Michael Block? Uh, I don't want to be. Brooke, Brooke, I don't want to be. I don't want to be Michael Block after what I saw yesterday. Oh, you thought he was? I, I could have predicted eighty one no, yesterday. No, Are you kidding no, me? No, but he no. did say he was going to come back and shoot fifty nine today. Yeah. All right, Tin Cup, <laughs> chill out a little bit. Yeah, he also chill out a little bit. He also said if he could drive it as far as Rory, he'd be one of the best players in the world. Wouldn't we all? It's like if we could all drive it three forty five and straight. Let's yeah. pump the brakes, Michael Block. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Let's not let's not go overboard on this story now. But yeah, Brooks Kepka, <laughs> uh, what was the uh, the rapper who who was, who was banging the stripper in the box the Florida Kodak Panthers. Black. Kodak Black. That's on brand for Yeah, them. and employing Mike McDaniel of all people <laughs> to get the crowd hyped. And the heat <laughs> the heat have done the same thing. Mike McDaniel. By the way. Does that guy look like he has any energy to him? No. No. No and he's not an imposing figure in any no. way. We're yeah, we're bringing we're bringing Titus O'Neil, they're bringing Mike McDaniel. <laughs> Mike whatever. No, I think I mean, see? I'm getting Oh my I'm goodness. getting further away, this was not the closer. Wrong, we're 25 minutes for Greg. This was the wrong thing to do, to do right now. <laughs> this was the wrong thing. This isn't what we were supposed to lead in with. Today. I'm gonna have to, just, we got Vo Williams, our, our rapper, who's just the best. And he's just a super high character, wonderful, <laughs> awesome way, dude. Speaking of Vo. And they got Kodak Black. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? Speaking of Vo, do you know he does the, in, the, uh, the opening theme yeah. for Monday Night Raw as well? Yeah. And he, I, I, a, I just a, figured that out like a month he's ago. He's doing stuff for the Lakers, too. Yeah, he's all yeah. over the place. With no, these he's doing really, really well. And he is such a good dude, man. I love that guy. Love that guy. All my Lightning family over there, Sonia and Greg and Franzone, all our Lightning Vision people over there. You're making me sad that we're not playing hockey in late I May know. now when you I mention know. these people. I know, but it's, it's all for the best. We're getting healed. We're getting recharged. You know, you can't win every year. You got to give everybody else a chance every now and then, so... I'm good. All right, so that's the lineup for today. We're up almost halfway to uh, – and Corey Long's going to join us at 10.15 and Paul Wilson at 11 o'clock and then Greg at, at uh, 10.30. So there's the show. All right, let's get into it. Uh, yesterday, the Rays get a nice 6-3 to win over your Blue Jays. And the story of the day is the $40 million man, the, the highest paid – Free agent in the history of the Tampa Bay Rays, forty million dollars. I think that's so funny. Twenty-five years we've been a franchise, and that's the highest we've ever paid. That's crazy for a free agent. Anyway, um, he was spectacular yesterday. Absolutely spectacular. Well, he wasn't spectacular at all. He was spectacularly efficient. Mm-hmm. It might be better. He was no no strikeouts. He was quintessential. Raised baseball yesterday. Weak contact, efficient, uh, and, and and yeah, the forty million dollars. So he's now eight and zero or seven and zero, eight and zero. Not, I don't think he's eight and zero. No, I know the Ra- Rays of McClanahan's eight and zero. The Rays have lost two games when McClanahan and Eflin pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is exactly what the Rays do. They go out and find guys like this. And and as soon as as soon as we got him, you know, I'm like looking I, first. I look at their overall his overall numbers, and I'm like, oh, okay. Let's see what let's see what it what, what's go behind the numbers. Always it's always fun when the Rays make a, a deal like that. You got to go behind the numbers and find out why they really like this guy. And the first thing you saw was the Phillies 
were the worst defensive team in the league behind him. Mm-hmm. That was the first stat that I got. I'm like, oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Could, Phillies couldn't catch a ground ball. Oh, yeah. he throws a lot of those. And another thing, number two on that list, throw strikes at an elite rate elite around rate. the rate. Elite, elite rate. rate. Doesn't walk anybody. No. No. So the Rays are like, hmm. And, and they also saw his, uh, his repertoire of, of pitches and how it would fit in. You know, vis-a-vis going in behind McClanahan, Glasnow, et cetera, and the defense that they're going to put out behind them. And it all makes sense. that You, you translate that. It's like, don't change a thing, Zach. Just be who you are. Be durable. Be a strike thrower. Get the ball on the ground. We'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. Voila. There you go. Quintessential Rays baseball right there. The whole series. Rays 101. <laughs> the whole series was quintessential Rays baseball yeah. in a way. Yeah. We're what happened on Tuesday night? I don't know. They didn't play on Tuesday, did they? What? The one they lost? Yeah, they didn't play on Tuesday, right? No. 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 No, not, not no we swept. We got a, swe- a sweep, right? Yeah. As far as yeah. I know. Yeah, we'll yeah. call it a sweep. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was a good, it was a good weekend. Uh, you know, coming off the, the road trip where they went four and six, and you come back out and get two big uh, series wins ahead of the Dodgers series, which I'm fired up for, by the way. Yeah. The return of Tyler Glasnow is tomorrow. It's Glasnow versus Kershaw. Wow. Marquee. That's wow. beautiful. Right there. What time the is day. that game? Four o'clock. I'll Four be wor- o'clock, right in the middle of the day. I'll be working the Pro Padel League uh, weekend again. Looking forward to that. Come on out and see me in Zephyr Hills. I'll be, I'll be unfortunately on a beach tomorrow. Are you? At that time. Oh, you don't like that, right? You don't like the beach. Well, this is a photo shoot. You already got married. That's yeah, the only well, photo we, shoot you uh, should uh, have in your lifetime. We, apparently, we need photos with the dog, too. So... <laughs> Let me, let, me, let me guess, you've hired a professional photographer for this? I have hired nobody. <laughs> I, mean, I have hired nobody. A, a, so, unfortunately... A photo shoot with the dog at the beach. So, unfortunately, I will be at the Fort DeSoto Beach, I believe is where I was told I need to be. Yeah, because that's the only dog beach, that and the one up in um, yeah. at the uh, island, which is the one you should go to, because you go on a Saturday to DeSoto where they have the, the, the dog area marked off? Or you think you're finding some private place to get a photo shoot? I, I don't know what to expect. I'm going in blind. I'm being told. On I'm a just beach? going. There's going to be 700 dogs there I, and 400 boats. And if you're looking for a, like, you're going early or late when it might clear out or something, you're going I, at the golden it's hour? like 6 o'clock, 6.30 is what I was told. PM. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah you got a better shot. Uh, absolutely, get a better shot there. But uh, photo shoots. So that's two photo shoots in a year. It's <laughs> a lot of that's photo not, shoots. I thought I took all the photos I needed for the rest of my life your, in the your, past. In the past years, couple months, but your apparently years not. to photo shoot ratio is off. Off to a terrible start in your marriage. Yeah. Well, it's, apparently I'm good like at them. Though. Every every photographer compliments me. Every single photographer I've ever been in front of has high compliments for me. Well, then I guess standing there and not giving a shit is uh, something. <laughs> it works. Apparently it works. <laughs> this is what they're looking for? <laughs> I'm sorry, Casey. I'm sorry. You know, we just have She's fun. been busting my balls all week. She's like, can't you get excited for this, please? That should be the line you know? of the day right there. So standing there and not giving a shit <laughs> means you're doing it right. That should be your profession. <laughs> Nick is the king of that. I'm just going to stand here and act like I don't give a shit. Yeah. Perfect. Make love to the camera. 
And then you got to corral the freaking dog trying to get the Riley to sit in the right. What a nightmare! It's just somebody, I, I just seen somebody that. somebody set up a camera and just and just record this for me, please. This is gonna be great. God damn it, Riley! Stop licking your balls. He's gonna have one of those like rockets, you know, that comes out of him too. Every time he steps on, every time he goes to the dog park, that's exactly the first thing he does. He like swims in the beach a little bit, and then every time, mm-hmm. I'm expecting, I'm I'm expecting the worst. Oh my god, so funny. Um, yeah. So anyway, the as <laughs> <laughs> I diverted us away from. So the you won't be watching game. the game. Well, you you hopefully will have just watched the game. Uh, yeah, by the time I have to leave, You'll be watching I think Glasnow will driving be, over. By the time uh, I have to leave, yeah. Glasnow will have been well out of the game. So yeah, all right. So, um, but I won't be in the stadium, is what I meant. I wanted to go to the game. Yeah, but I won't be there. I was thinking about going tonight, but the tickets are ridiculous, right? You did the ticket sweep. For yeah, the Dodgers. It's not, it's not, not great. No. Tonight, so sixty dollars is like the cheapest ticket in the outfield. For right the outfield, now. yeah. Yeah. Tonight's yeah. fifty. It's, yeah. a little, it's a little bit cheaper tonight. Yeah. But very expensive Saturday. Yeah, go for the big game. That's just, eh, I'm not dropping that kind of cash. Eh, anybody wants to give me a free ticket, I might go, but no, I'm not doing that. Um, but I'll watch. I definitely want to watch this series. It's cool. The, the Dodgers are coming in, World Series. I don't think we've played them either no. since. And I thought I saw, this is the first time we played them at home since 2007, is what wow. I heard. Wow, yeah, yeah. Goes back a long, long time. Yeah, Andrew Friedman will be, uh, will be coming back home. Are we going to have a video for him? Are we going to have a video for Andrew See, see to jump out of the jump out of the dugout like KK did, Oof. like freaking Spider Man. <laughs> He's out. He was out. Like, hey, it's my video. It's my video, everybody. Here I am. Of course, you wanted me to come out, right? I had to oh lift gosh. the cap. Did you Did you miss him? By the way, he said he he said he was going to make the Rays miss him. Did you miss him? No. <laughs> no. Jose Series taking care of that. <laughs> Jose Series had a great series, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did all right. He did all right. What did Kiermaier go, like 2 when you, to 12? When you, when you go from, you know, when you, when you up class and you get somebody hotter, yeah, you don't remember the old one. You really don't. You kind of, yeah. who? What's your name? Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, look what we got now. We're good. Um, and much cheaper, by the way. Much cheaper. Much cheaper. We're, we're, we're doing this is one well. of the few times you're complimenting the Rays for spending less. Yes, absolutely. We all knew that at some point, you know, they were going to do this. But and I and, and yeah, yeah, it's, I had no problem with it. I mean, if we were allowed to have a big boy payroll, it'd be nice to keep him. Sure, if we were, like, we could have both guys. That'd nah, be great. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you're good, Mister Mister. I can't wear contacts for a decade, but now all of a sudden I can because I'm in Toronto, <laughs> and I can wear my little Oakley goggles. Oh, uh, Trisha looked good in those. Those Oakley is. She did. Those are nice, yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for finally getting contacts. Like, we, do we not have a contact? Do we not have any ophthalmologists <laughs> in Tampa? Like, Jameis couldn't find one. And uh, KK was here 10, 12 years, couldn't find an opt- Couldn't couldn't get, couldn't get it right. I don't know. Wow, that's crazy. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, Corey Long's going to join us. Uh, covers the Bolts and college football and professional football uh, all around Renaissance man. Uh, we'll chat it up with him. See what's going on at Bucks OTAs and college football. There's a lot of stuff going on, so we'll hit it with Corey Long when we come back. Uh, thanks to the Chiefs Law Group, Bay Area Modern Medical Center, Italiano Insurance, Golden Diamond Source, Extravaganza Productions, and American Mortgage Services. All our great sponsors. We love you. Back in three.
guys, are you experiencing those feelings of getting older, lower sex drive, fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, or you just don't feel like you had the vitality you once had? It's a chronic problem here in the United States. You're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. So do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Look, testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability, not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Folks, I've been on testosterone therapy for over six years, and it is a life changer. You will feel and look better than you did 10 years ago. Give them a call at 844-977-3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Tell them JP sent you for priority scheduling. That's 844-977-3477 or BAMMC. JP here for the Jeeves Law Group. Have you been injured in an accident, in an auto accident, truck accident, motorcycle accident, at work or at a place of business? Well, call the Jeeves Law Group and get the personal attention that you deserve. I made the mistake many, many years ago with going with one of the bigger law firms, the national law firms. And let me tell you, getting a call back from those folks was next to impossible. Weeks and weeks would go by never get a call back. That doesn't happen with the Jeeves Law Group. Personal attention is what they're all about. When you call the Jeeves Law Group, you will be part of the family. They will represent you in a vigorous and aggressive way against the insurance companies. These larger companies will promise bigger settlements, but it's the Jeeves Law Group that will get you the best results. If you're tired of dealing with these bigger law firms, check out the Jeeves Law Group. Go to JeevesLawGroup.com, tell them JP sent you, get a free consultation. It's the Jeeves Law Group. Scott Jeeves has been representing clients in the Tampa Bay area for over 25 years. Give them a call. It's a free call. 727-894-2929. 727-894-2929. Or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. Coming back at you. Now, more with JP on Fan Stream Sports. It's only just begun. All right, welcome back to J.P. Peterson Show. I'm playing Hurt again today. Concussed, cracked my head open yesterday. But, uh, you know, here I am posting each and every day. That's right. It's what you people pay for. You better. <laughs> my huge salary. Uh, are, you, are you calling me out for taking a sick day this week? That's what this sounds like. Yeah, you know what? As a matter of fact, subconsciously I am. Because your tummy was a little upset i would you know what you would have seen me constantly going back and forth off this camera yeah i don't want to see that on monday i don't think anybody wanted to see that Corey long joins us now who covers the bolts and college football for walter football and professional football knows more about football than anybody i know what's up partner how are you i'm good i'm good i know nothing about football i i, I'm, I take it really well though yeah, well, solid make... that aspect of it have you ever taken a sick day because your tummy's a little upset you ever taken I, or do you just post and go to work like me? What do you, Nick had I, to take a sick know, day on Monday because he puked 12 times on Sunday. I, I, if I stub my toe, I might take a sick day. Who knows with me? You know, it's, 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 a, it's a, I might take a sick day if I just didn't wake up and feel good. Feel like working. <laughs> I, I love that energy. I love that All right, energy. Last, true, 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 story is, true story is last sick day I took. Actually, last sick day I took was when I had the uh, – was a uh, game four of the Eastern Conference Finals last year when I had the uh, when I had coronavirus. I tested COVID positive like Monday, which was after game three, and uh, I did not work game four. But that was 
you know, but I, I came back and did game six. It wasn't my symptoms weren't bad at all. So, so you missed one game but, uh, because of the yeah, band. I missed one game. I missed one game because of the coronavirus. And, you know, luckily they were on the road in game five, so it kind of you know. So one game was like a four day break. I think you know, that was exactly what I needed. I think you ha- you're a, you're, you have to do that anyway. By the way, yeah, when you're yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> you had no choice. It, yeah, yeah, at that point, I think it was seventy two hours minimum. They so, throw you in the gulag was, if you'd have showed up. They yeah, no way, they couldn't do that. Yeah. So that was all right. So that that's good. I I, I yeah. I've always been, you know, pretty much. I, I like working, so like when I'm sick, yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily like like laying around and just wallowing in self pity, for the most part. Like like Nick Nick's I, very I, good at. That, I admitted that it was it was <laughs> for an awful forty eight hours when you can't do anything. I will say this, and I, Corey, have you ever had food poisoning or stomach flu? Oh God, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's miserable. It's, it's, it's miserable. I would agree it with that. That was one stuff. of the worst twenty four. I've got food poisoning. I, 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 you know, I'll never forget. It was one of those Chinese buffets in, ta- oh, in Tallahassee. Man. You know, back in college, like all you can eat. And I, I, yeah. and I used the duck sauce that probably been sitting on that, that table for about fifteen years. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That I, duck sauce, duck sauce had been there since like the like Carter administration. You know, <laughs> it was a little fuzzy. I should have known. You know, right, yeah, right exactly. off the bat. I swear to God, I was the oh yeah, I was the worst day of twenty four hours of my life. The the uh, the girl, thankfully, the girl I was dating at the time was a nurse. And, uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, so I, yeah. I got a little bit of uh, tender love and care, but it that was it was horrible. It was horrible. Uh, kind of like the Bucks offense last year. Professional transition right there. Um, made me want to pick almost every week. I, I watched it, but I'm looking, I, and I know I'm a fool, and I'm just like I'm getting so excited about you know waggles and bootlegs and RPOs and all this crazy stuff we're going to be doing that we've never seen before. And I got a quarterback that can actually run around and throw the football on the run. And if a guy's coming at him, he might even have a chance to sidestep him. I mean, I'm not I, far be it from me, Corey, to speak you know ill of the departed, but uh-huh. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to this iteration. Am, am I just stupid? I'm not looking forward to Baker Mayfield at all. No, not at all. Not in any way possible. I get that he does things that. Obviously, the last guy couldn't do, but the last guy did a lot of things that Baker can't do. Namely, not win. last year. Yeah, the, the win not part is a big thing for me. Like, oh, if like, I could get twenty-one I mean, I'm, I'm Brady be... or twenty Brady, I would love it. But twenty and twenty-one Brady yeah. are long gone. Twenty and twenty-one Brady were a little rough to watch. 20, but twenty, no, they were great. But twenty-two Brady was twenty-two was Brady was stomach. Twenty-one Brady was actually, twenty-one Brady was actually fun to watch. He was great. Brady was twenty-two Brady was tough. Man. That was stomach food Brady. <laughs> Yeah, 22 Brady was tough just because we, you know, it's it's always tough to see the, the, the you know, to see him deteriorate right in front of your eyes. Yeah. That's the hardest, is when week to week you look, oh, he ain't got it. Oh, he, oh, he definitely ain't got it. <laughs> oh, he really doesn't have it. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, oh please, you know, it's like, and every week you're open for, so, oh, it's like, every week you're like, oh, hopefully this week he's got, like, like maybe somehow he can, you know, he could just jump in the uh, jump, jump in the old time machine for yeah. a week and give us no, no, not this week, you know, not with Micah Parsons chasing him down. Nope. He ain't doing that this week. Nope. <laughs> so, nope. Yeah, the problem is with, like with Mayfield when he runs and he starts doing all that stuff. It, it's bad results usually. <laughs> like that's when it gets bad. Yeah. But I'll tell you this though, it, it won't be like all right. 
for me, watching Jameis as 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 much of a as much of a roller coaster as he was, it was a fun, crazy roller coaster. It was, it was. like the one that it was. it was like the one that you really had to think twice about jumping on. But once you do, you're like. Oh my God! That was the best three minutes I'm gonna have in my life. Like that but, was just everywhere. But when it came like, into the was, station, you were like, "Oh God, thank God, it's over." Exactly, <laughs> it's over. But it was amazing watching how it happened. You know, That's so true. It was always entertaining. Like, I mean, oh my God, yeah. It was like this guy's gonna throw. He's gonna throw for three sixty. We're gonna get four. We're definitely gonna get four touchdowns. We might get four picks too. Yeah. You know, we don't know what we're gonna get today. Like back man. in back in my TV days, you know, having to cut a, a buck highlight with Jameis Winston at the helm down to forty five seconds or a minute fifteen would be impossible. You can't do it yeah. because you got to have every yeah. every you know pick six and every forty yard touchdown and every thirty yard you know Fred Sanford scramble around throw it behind your back and somehow find a receiver it was I mean we forget you know Jameis gets a bad rap but there was a lot of entertainment oh, value in that it really was I, I don't I don't really understand why he can't like why it's been so difficult for him to start in a league I, I mean I do yeah. think he's you know I, I mean I, I look at it like and the thing is I think too many people spent too much time trying to tame him. I wish he would have had more time under Sean Payton. I think that would have been a pretty decent oh, match agree. for him. Because if you, to me, you and know, I have watched him since he was in college. Just like, if you let him be him, you know, it's like, yeah, you're going you're gonna to regret it some days, but some days you're going to enjoy it. You know, he did throw for like 500 yards against the Raiders, I think it was, or something like that. You know, like he threw, he had crazy good, he had crazy fun games. Yeah. And, you know, and, 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 you know, it was like the receivers were never, you know, the receivers knew they were going to, they were going to throw the ball. They were going to get some passes, you know. Yeah. So it was, it was fun. <coughs> hey, let me, uh, oh, so, so you're not, okay, so you're not on the Baker Mayfield. Do you think Trask is going to start? No, God, no! I didn't say. I don't think. I think Baker's going to start. I don't think they're going to win. But God, I would. I wouldn't sacrifice it by playing Kyle Trask. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting. I, I am getting sucked into this whole Dave Canales thing. I'm running around yeah, in Baker Mayfield. I look. I think. We get it. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be better offensively. I, seriously speaking, I think they'll be better offensively, middle of the pack. Um, but you know, it, to me, it's the head coach, man. I, I love him to death as a human being. <laughs> But I just, I just have no confidence in him after what I saw last year. Um, you, you know, you can't fire an offensive coordinator who's not doing what you ask him to do. Well, then you can't be a head coach in this league if you can't. If yeah. you don't have the stomach for that, then I don't, I don't know how you survive. And the game management, that that's still my biggest question mark. What about you? Yeah, uh, you know the the question marks. There's some on the sidelines. I mean. I I I think the offensive line will be okay. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I mean the but you know the fact that they the fact that they didn't have any problems moving Worfs to left tackle was a good sign because I'm like you know if you think if you know and not every coach thinks this way but if you think your left tackle is your best offensive lineman and he's got to be there now you know I get why he wasn't there in the past but yeah if he's fine if he's if he's your left. And Jensen's healthy. That gives you two really elite players still. Too high. You know, Worf's is elite. Jensen's probably maybe a tad below elite as he's getting older. But those are two guys that you know are going to give you all pro at worst, you know, yeah. play up front. So that's good. You know, running the ball, I think, is going to be a big thing. I think, you know, you have to run. You have to be able to run. 
and it's not so much that you need to that that we're looking at you know ground or pound it, but you better tell me how to get explosive plays out of your running game, which they just weren't able to do because they didn't have the backs to do it. You know, you got to get a back in there that can give you some that can give you some big games. You know, even if it's not. Even if it's not you know high high uh, high usage high average, but you got to have a back that can catch passes and a back that can give you some explosive plays. You got to, and those things will make that will definitely make. Like if you look at what the one year that Baker had success in this league, it was with you know Cleveland had a big offensive line, had two very good running backs, had Odell Beckham. I think was one of the, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry were their receivers. So, you know, there, the, he had a lot of tools around him that, you know, he kind of, you know, that, that helped them from making so many mistakes. I think the Bucks but, have those tools. I think they yeah, do. Yeah, at the receiver spot, absolutely. Yeah. And I at like the Rashad line, White. it feels like they do. Yeah, I think, and I like Rashad White. I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah, well, that's the big thing. The big thing is getting, I think getting explosive stuff out of the running game is going to be a telltale sign of success. So if I told I you Florida State is going to be out of the ACC in two years, what would you say and where do you think they're going, SEC or Big Ten? I would agree, and I don't know Ooh, where they're going. To me, the fact that they got this seven group, and then you start looking at it. Well, who wasn't involved in the seven? Louisville. Well, Louisville's going to go. They would go wherever. You of know. course. They're, they're, they're yes. a bunch of uh, Then it's like you start, who else was not in there? If North Carolina goes, it's almost like you want to take Duke. Duke is a global brand. People yeah. forget this. Like Duke is a global brand yes. basketball wise. Yeah. Like that's he, so. Michael Alford, he wants to be a conference commissioner. I look at the way he carries himself. He loves, he's fine being AD at Florida State, and he's you know he's being, he's a, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's really doing a great job at looking after you know his assets. But I can look at a guy and say when a guy has great aspirations. And I wouldn't be surprised if they look at the landscape and say, you know, if we can get 10 to move with us from the ACC and maybe we can kind of figure out something else, can we get 12 and do our own thing and, and become a power conference? Because you've got, if you've got FSU, you've got Miami, you've got Clemson, you've got North Carolina, you know, you've got enough, like, you're going to get accepted in the power conference world. They ain't going to toss you in with the, with the American, right? you know? So just start your own I, conference, I feel, go start your own, I, co- I, start I, a new I, conference. And I, you get out of the grant of rights deal that you've given. Exactly. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. And, and maybe and go, Michael, maybe go it, poach a it, couple from, from, uh, the big 12 or maybe what's left over well, the pack 12. Yeah. I, I think know. at that point you look at markets. I think at that point yeah. you're looking at markets. It might be a situation where we want to get into Texas. So you could take a team like SMU that plays into Dallas, or you might go, what I say, you might even go dumpster diving and say, we'll take two, you know, we'll take two mid-major teams that have USF. that have that have that have structural but no that have structural <laughs> bones no. that have structural bones that you know they have a stadium they have you know they have they have USF's they have you know they have some success in football right. they have some things that we can build around that will help us that Colorado? you know that they could be a solid football program. Maybe Colorado, you know, Pil- Pilford. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. I mean, Colorado. I think is definitely not long for the pack. So I think part of the reason why I think part of the reason why they bring in Dion is like we want to move conferences and be in a better be an spot. National and, brand, yeah. You know, so start a whole right new away. conference. Go get Colorado yeah. and Washington. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 
got airplanes now. You're going to worry about right. them. I've heard of that. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah, we I got, like it. Yeah, we bring, we bring back the Concorde if we need to. we got to get guys fast. Get guys from one place <laughs> well, that's fast. You know? yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, my friend, we got to roll. It's always fun to talk to you, uh, as always. Uh, we'll, uh, give, me, give me a Bolts take on the way out, because we're going to have Greg Wolf on next, and he's going to teach Lightning fans how to root for the Panthers. I, I, uh, give me a Bolts take? Yeah. Uh, well, root for the Panthers, it was easier when they were playing the Maple Leafs. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Bolts yeah. take. Uh, they're going to sign Tanner Janot before the draft. Alex Killorn is gone. Ross Colton's going to get traded, unfortunately. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a lot right there. We'll have to get you there back. You go. All right, we'll get back on next week to talk about that. All right, cool, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Thanks, Corey. Appreciate right, it. Uh, follow good. me on my Twitter, at Corey Long, C-O-R-E-Y. L-O-N-G. Uh, always a great follow and so fun to get on here. He's like, just hit me. He just hit me with like a load right there. That was a lot. That was a lot. Out. Holy crap. We got a whole show right there. Yeah, look, we're getting him we back We just on gutted next. the Lightning's roster and FSU <laughs> created a new conference. Jesus, what the, best, the hell the just happened there? The best thing he said there was when you were like USF and he's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was, I was so dismissive. And then he followed it up oh. with structure. And <laughs> like good at football. Ouch, babe. Oh, gosh. Ouch, babe. Uh, all right, uh, Greg Wolf coming up next. Um, he's up in North Carolina, but he's going to give us a primer, as we like to say, on how to root for the stinking Panthers. Okay, I'm all I'm all ears. Anybody can do it. It's him. Uh, quick break. Back in three. Stay with us. During COVID, over 1.7 million people were added to the Florida Medicaid rolls, but as of April 1st, 2023, most of these people may not be eligible for the Medicaid coverage and will lose their health plan. If you have been notified you are losing your coverage, don't freak out. It's very likely you can apply for a federal subsidy under the Affordable Care Act. Just call 877-652-0244. Our representatives will walk you through the whole process, get some basic information on your income, number of kids, and then they'll find a plan that best fits your needs. In fact, with the new laws, 90% of Americans qualify for reduced or free health care. You can select great plans like Florida Blue, that's my carrier, love them, paying $800 left after making the call. 877-652-0244. Our highly trained professionals know all the intricacies of the new laws. They will do all the work. You save tons of money. So if you're being dropped from Medicaid, fear not. Call 877-652-0244. Get real health insurance, free doctor visits, free blood work, no deductibles. 877-652-0244. Hey, JP here for Extravaganza Productions Incorporated. EPI, you've probably seen their purple logo at so many events that you've gone to. They are based in Tampa. And for over 33 years, they've been creating and producing conferences, meetings, and special events. The biggest to the smallest, solid reputation of delivering the best audiovisual, sound, lighting, entertainment, video production, and decor on time and on budget. I've worked with them with so many big events. The Warrior Games, which was an Olympic-style event all over uh, Tampa Bay, from McDill to the Convention Center to USF. They did it flawlessly, made it look big and fantastic. 
I've worked with them on small events as well. Uh, large and small meetings and conferences, sporting events, fundraisers. If you got a fundraiser, you don't know the logistical way to pull it off, they'll take care of everything. Entertainment events, branding events, grand openings, so much more. The folks at Extravaganza Productions are the most professional and the best. I've worked with them many times. They are fantastic. You can contact them through extravaganzaproductions.com or call 813-621-4700. Extravaganza Productions, they are awesome. Coming back at you. Now, more with JP on Fan Stream Sports. Only just begun. All right, welcome back to the J.P. Peterson Show, brought to you by the Jeeves Law Group, J-E-E-V-E-S Law Group.com. If you've been involved in an accident, great folks to call. Scott Jeeves comes on the show all the time, very approachable, easy to chat with, uh, so don't be intimidated. Just make the call. It's a free call, whatever your legal issue is. Uh, just say you want to talk to Scott or find out what if you have a case, JeevesLawGroup.com. All right, let's uh, roll on up to uh, Cary, North Carolina, I believe, where we find the great Greg Wolf, Lightning in-game host, uh, CEO of Street Laced Promotions, all about uh, town, greatest MC in the world. What's up, my friend? How are you? I'm good, Jay Pitbull. What's the what's, you, what's the women's lacrosse thing like? That sounds kind of fun. Listen, man, I am blown away, first of all, by the facility up here uh, in Cary, North Carolina at Wake Med Soccer Park. I actually tweeted out yesterday how amazing the pitch looks out here. Uh, for the uh, semifinal action, which will be today on ESPN2. The championship game on Sunday will actually be on ESPN, the regular wow. ESPN channel, leave at 3 o'clock. So uh, it's some intense action out here. I mean, obviously we know uh, lacrosse in, in Florida is just really kind of making its way down now. I yeah. do believe USF um, is going to be picking up uh, women's lacrosse, yes. uh, I believe either this season yeah, or next season. So. It's starting to migrate its way down south, but obviously it's, it's been great. a, a pr- predominantly up north sport. Uh, you know, Maryland's been to this tournament 37 times, I believe. They, mm-hmm. they kind of own the crown. Uh, yeah. But obviously, you know, the, the, the up north schools, North Carolina, the Johns Hopkins, the Dukes of the world, um, they're pretty much the primary, uh, you know, main teams. But in this tournament, there's been a lot of upsets. You've got number five, Denver, is taking on the number one ranked Northwestern Wildcats. And then uh, BC, Boston College, will be taking on Syracuse today as Syracuse. the three and two seed. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a good time up here in that, Cary. That is, that is super cool. Yeah, and uh, I tell you what, the, the girls that play lacrosse are fun girls. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're serious. They're serious athletes. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And they're so fun. the one thing I recognize right off the rip is the guys, you know, they use full helmets with, uh, with the face mask, and they're kind of padded up. The ladies literally just have these, uh, like, eye guards that are like metal eye guards, and that's it. That's it. They just, I mean, they are just <laughs> warriors out here, dude. No pads, no shin guards. Wow. The goalies just wear a chest protector, and that's it. I'm like, you are crazy out here. <laughs> it's good. I tell you, they're a different breed. All right, so I wanted, to get you on, I wanted to get you on the show because I, I read your great comment the other day about, you know, cheering for the Panthers. Like, because I'm trying right. to find a rooting interest here in the finals. <laughs> you know, Dallas won last night, but let's, it's, it'll be Vegas and, and Florida. And well, you, we I, don't know yet, JP. I mean, there's still more hockey to play. You well, never know. All, don't count Dallas out just yet. First of all, I got a bone to pick with the nature boy. The nature boy. Oh, what is Flair. that all about, dude? It is Stars jersey last night going, woo, woo, in your Stars yeah, jersey. What are you doing? What was that? I'm like, 
I agree with you on that one, man. I was like, come on, Rick. You're come from on, our dog. area. Don't be cheering for Dallas now when everybody's seen you at lightning games. Come on, come on nature dog. boy. What are we doing? <laughs> so how do I root for the Panthers, though, man? So I had some people right, on Twitter it. saying, look, when I go down there, their fans are so rude. They're so nasty. And now you want me to root for them. So, their fans are jerks on Twitter. I can't root for them. So, I, you okay. know, I hear it. Uh, so what right. do we do? Give us some tools, Greg. All right. So I'm with you, all right? So it's almost it's, it's almost impossible, right, to cheer for our in-state rivals. Yes. But at the end of the day, looking at the teams that remain, if there's one thing we can hold our hat on, it's the fact that the Eastern Conference belongs to the state of Florida. The last four years, nobody, the original six teams, no Canadian teams, nope. nobody nope. can touch the state of Florida. Florida, and so if there's anything that you have to hang your hat on or embrace, it's the fact that our home state team is the one that is still competing for Lord Stanley's Cup. We don't take pride in the fact that, you know, we're not saying we cheer for Florida Panthers. We're cheering for our home state. We're not cheering for Vegas. We're sure as hell not cheering for Dallas. So (laughs) you might as well back the team that represents the state that we live in. And at the same flip side of that, let's be real, right? You have to give credit where credit is due. Respect is not given. Respect is earned. We okay. know how hard it is to play in the National Hockey League. Nobody thought that the number eight seed was going to beat the Boston Bruins, okay, the best season ever in the National mm-hmm. Hockey League, President's Trophy winners. Nobody saw that coming. So the fact that they overcame a 3-1 to one deficit to beat the Bruins, then they take out Toronto. Thank you very much. We shut that fan base down. That was great. But to, to see Toronto lose and then sweep the second best, the second ranked team in the NHL with the Canes, I mean, that is remarkable. So at it the is. end of the day, give them their respect. They have earned the respect. We don't have to cheer for the fan base, we don't have to do any of that. We just need to cheer for the fact that the home state of Florida is still competing for Lord Stanley's Cup. And the fact that it's our rivals down the street, that should not matter. We just need to cheer for the state. You don't have to cheer for the fans or, or any of that. Or, just or cheer the for the state. Okay. Because, again, Tampa, ladies and gentlemen, is in Florida. So <laughs> that's what it comes down to. So we're not saying we're Florida Panther fans. We're just saying cheer for the home state. That's all. I, look, I grew up down there. And I still feel like it's not even in the same state. We're so different than <laughs> we're so different than Miami. It, I mean, yeah, it, dude, you we're, we're, we're yeah, more you Georgia can't. than we are South Florida. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, Let's be yeah. Honest. You can't really you can't really compare the two. Um, <laughs> you know, they're just totally different worlds. But yes. I'm just you know I'm happy for them. I mean, I was you know a lot enough. of people that work down there. Yeah. So I get yeah. It. For the All-Star game, you know, which obviously was down in Sunrise this year, we were very fortunate to be able to work side-by-side with the Florida Panthers contingency. And, man, they just – they opened their arms to us. I mean, it's complete Southern hospitality at its finest. And so they're really nice people down there. And I'm happy for them. I'm happy that they're going to have a chance to get a ring as well. So, uh, like I said, it's all love and respect, and that's really what it comes down to. Nobody's a Florida Panther fan that's a Lightning fan. We're not saying any of that. We're just saying, if you're looking for any silver lining in this, it's simply the fact that a Florida team is competing for Lord Stanley. Yeah, okay. All right. I, I like it. I, I, this is what I needed. This is what I needed. I have a rooting interest now. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that. Uh, so you don't have to worry about the fans. You're not rooting for the fans. You're just like, let's keep it in Florida and give the finger to right. the original six and everybody How else about, up north. Okay. I mean, 
Why right. not root? Why not root for for Carter Rahegi? Why not root exactly. for Radko Gudis? Those yes. are guys that were on our team. They made an impact when they were here yep. on our team. Same thing with Jonathan Marshall. So, like, I'm not a Vegas fan by any shape, way, or form, but I'm glad to see Jonathan Marshall is having is having success. These are all lightning. These guys were lightning guys. So, if anything, you can cheer for those players as well, man. I like it. Hey, I hate to tell you this, but our good friend Corey Long just dropped a bomb on the way out. He was on before you. He said. Uh, Kalorn's leaving, Colton's getting traded, and but we will sign Tanner Janot. Those are predictions. So I'm like, Ugh. Uh, I, I mean, uh, we know it's we're not going to be able to keep them all, right? We right. already know that. Right. Um, I, don't, I don't foresee Alex Kalorn taking a hometown discount to stay here, but you never know. These guys, yeah. sometimes it's more about the prestige than it is about the money, but I doubt it. Um, Colton, uh, I mean, he's, he's got value. He's got a lot of value. So yeah. I mean, is that is that a piece that they need to use in the chess game? Maybe uh, yeah. uh, Tanner Janelle. I don't think is going anywhere. We obviously signed Aethamont, who is uh, playing with Team USA right now, who's crushing it. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, again, we have to look at the reality of the the old versus young on our team, and we're going to have to keep the youth. The youth is yeah. part of the future. So yeah. I mean, that's just the reality, guys. It's a business. At the end of the day, we know we're going to lose some some favorites, but uh, hopefully, it's all for the better in the long run. All right, you got anything to promote this weekend or anything? I'm all uh, the pro Padel. Yeah, I, mean, I, that was I know awesome. you've been. I know you've been crushing it out there with uh, with our Street Lace yes. crew and DJ Matt at the uh, Pro Padel League. Which again, we're going to be back there uh, this weekend and a couple more to up into the championship. So shouts out to the uh, Extravaganza crew and our Street Lace crew yes. and JP for crushing it out there. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to be rocking it. You might hear me on ESPN on Sunday if you're watching the championship game, right. uh, which, again, uh, you know, we're doing our thing here for the lacrosse tourney. So, All right, brother. It, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate you hopping on. That was great. That was fantastic. You nailed it, as you always do. The great Greg Wolf appreciate right there. Um, follow him at Third Leg Greg on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You know, that's uh, – yeah, it's he makes great points. Now, I'm, I'm also sitting here going, you know, the Florida Gators in Miami are from the state of Florida. I can't root for them in my heart of hearts. But I do find myself actually root Miami now. Miami, the Gators, though, the Gators, I, I have say, a kind of have a little Miami. I, I I've grown to respect their, you know, what they've been able to yeah, achieve. I was gonna say Miami. I can't bring myself to root for them. In fact, it's much more fun whenever they yeah. they lose. Big oh games. God, yeah, I revel in that. Florida, on the other hand, I feel like way differently about. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Like if Florida was in like a national championship, no matter what sport. As long as they're not playing Florida State or UCF, whichever, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Tebow fan. You know, I, I covered both of those national championships, and that was, and that was a great team. The, you know, in the two basketball national championships, uh, yeah, I covered like, that with with Donovan and yeah, there's certain and like Horford and the whole yeah, gang. Like, like there's certain like like yeah, you could do this great for, guys. You could do this for like every sport. Like in yeah. the NFL, like I'm not rooting for the Saints to do anything. No, right? we'd no, all agree. No, but when it comes to the Panthers and the Falcons. Eh, I'm harm. It's harmless, right? Yeah, because it's not yeah. the same. Yeah, when it comes to MLB. I ain't rooting for the Yankees to do I anything. Can't do never. I'm not doing never. it for the. I'm not doing it for the, the, Red, for Sox. the Red Sox. Nope. Toronto's getting to that point where I'm not rooting for them. But Baltimore, you know what? Eh, plucky little birds they are. Yeah. yeah. We could let Baltimore do something. Yeah. Finish and, second. It's and fine. by the way, I meant to. I meant to bring this up too. I mean, remember the old Southeastern Division? In hockey, when we had three divisions yes, before they yes. realigned, yeah, that division was the Lightning, the Hurricanes, the Capitals, the and the the Panthers, right, right, and then the now defunct Atlanta Thrashers, Thrashers right, yeah. And I'm just like thinking, it's like, how much has that conference dominated like the past like mm. history here? Yeah, 
Because yeah. like, you had Washington in 2018. Carolina has gotten to the conference final twice since then. The Lightning have gone to three finals. Now Florida's there. Shout out to our old Southeastern Division. Yeah, you know, it's just bizarre to me. With all the resources and attention that hockey is given in Montreal and Toronto, especially, that they can't do anything. No. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, Vegas, Carolina, Tampa Bay, Miami. Yeah, like, the, the, the southern part this of the Not the original six. All the southern markets are dominating yeah. right now. And it's like, it's not just, well, you know, they haven't been good in a while. They haven't done squat. The, the Leafs since 67. The Canadians since 93 win a cup. Mm-hmm. And you got to luck into something at some point. When was the last? When was the last? They cup? had won a series since two thousand four, Toronto. So when was the last cup that a team in that northern, that northeast section slash Canada won? It, it was Boston in twenty thirteen, right? Yeah. I mean, oh no, Pittsburgh won two. Pittsburgh won two. Pittsburgh yeah. won two. Seventeen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh got two, and then Boston. Yeah. But like, when was the last time the Rangers? You go back to ninety four. Yeah. Devils, while. you go back to 03. Flyers. The Flyers, my goodness, we're going way far yeah. back. Uh, the Islanders were going a long ways back. Yeah. Any other pe- teams I'm missing up there in that? Devils, North? you know, had their run. Yeah, but really, no. the Northeast has not been great outside of Pittsburgh, I'd argue. No. It's been St. Louis. Yeah. It's been, you know, yeah. Tampa Bay. Colorado yeah. as recently, obviously. Yeah, yeah, the Abs. Yeah, really, there's not, you know, the and Kings. and you <laughs> The know, Kings the, have uh, two cups in the, yeah. last, in the last decade or so. It's a warm weather sport, clearly. <laughs> Clearly, it's a warm weather sport. No, no doubt about it. Um, uh, Thomas Casper says, uh, "Pan turds," and he reminds me that your cell phone takes pictures. If you need, you don't necessarily. You know, I brought, you know, brought these points up before, but they fall on yeah. deaf ears. Yeah. So I'm so sorry about that. I will say this though, um, you know, a professional photographer is way way better than than your phone. I mean, you get you get you get it done. You can edit the pictures. I get it. But, you know, the professional photographers aren't, you know, it's not like you're, they're paying them $5,000. What is Maybe a couple hundred, maybe. Who knows? I don't even know what we're paying. You don't even want to know, do you? No, I'm, you don't I don't, know. don't know. <laughs> All I know is if anybody was... It reminds me of that meme of somebody keeps sending me. It's been going around. It's a big, beefy guy in a grocery store with his wife, you know, um, they're going through, buying stuff. He picks, comes up with a 12-pack of beer. And she goes, she goes, how much is that? She, he goes, it's like $15. He goes, she goes, hell no, put it back. <laughs> so she, then she picks up a case of makeup. <laughs> and goes, and he goes, how much is that? $25. He goes, well, the beer does the same thing, and it's 15 <laughs> She goes, no, she, I screwed up the whole joke. She goes, it makes me look better. He goes, the beer's 15 It does the same thing. <laughs> Disrespectful. That's awful. But uh, it, yeah. It, and by the way, if anybody was at the International Mall last night, you would have seen me there for nearly three hours yesterday at the International Mall from about five o'clock to eight o'clock. Photo shoots, International Mall. I don't even know you anymore. Who are you? You're fired. What are you doing in the, three hours? Like if you're not at a if you're not at a bar for three hours, if you're just walking around shopping for three hours, like. Well, really? my, my softball game got canceled last night. Right. Mother Nature. So you immediately play the International Plaza card? I did not play any International Plaza card. Well, what, what, ha- what? I was told that we had to have certain outfits for this photo shoot. So that's where we 
we were that's why we were at the International Mall. And we were there for a very long time. We were there for a very long time. <laughs> so let me get this right. Not only are you doing a photo shoot, the second one in less than a year. Mm-hmm. So your your shoot to year ratio of your marriage is way off. But you gotta be matching outfits too? No, it's not matching outfits. They have they're, they're they contrast together. Let's put it that way. So, yeah. Planning the outfits, of course, is for the... If you're going to do a photo shoot, yeah, I guess you should probably do that. Because you'll show up in a... <laughs> you'll show up looking like that. This, with a raised this, hat and a, this, and a raised t-shirt. This, this so, reminds yeah. me. This reminds me. Good good call, Casey. But did it take... How did it take three hours? They just... I don't know. How does that take three hours? I, I don't... We, we're in so many different stores trying to find a specific thing. And it was not, couldn't find it. Just could not find it. And I still didn't even get a shirt, by the way. All I ended up getting was a pair of shorts. I still haven't even gotten a shirt. Three hours? You yeah. found one pair of shorts. Couldn't find the shirt. They had the shirt At the that, mall. They had the shirt that I There's really. 700 stores there. The shirt that I found that I wanted, they didn't have my size. But they have the same store in the Brandon Mall. And they have oh it in my, my size God, there. No. So oh I have to go God, there no. today oh my God, to get no. that shirt. I can see my lifestyle is stressing you out right now. It really is. It's keeping me from getting remarried. That's what it's doing. Chasing me away. No, Thomas. Uh, fortunately, Thomas, I did, <laughs> I did not have to go to Sephora. See, but actually, you know, I'll do... I'll, I, I love Casey to death. And she she loves these things. And it's, that's great. It's great. You should you should do that. Listen, I'm, I'm doing great. But this is why, you know... She, you guys are such a good match. She she could never she would never put up with me. It's a give and take. I, yeah. I drag her to a Rays game two weeks ago. Right. I have to repay that back at some point. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. I like that. She. Yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. That's good. That's that's a good. That's a good way to do it. And you're I, all joking aside. You're a good soldier. You you you're good. What? What's how hard is it? You know, you go stand on the beach, take some pictures. Not that big a deal. No, I can get. I can get. I'm telling you, you can get into just anything. Leave, just leave your man you card can at get, the door. You can get into anything if you want to. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. And you should, by the way, embrace it absolutely. I just play an idiot on on this I'm starting, show. That's all. Richie Don't says I'm that. starting to feel like if I see Nick out and about, he'll have a, a scarf <laughs> a scarf on sipping on caramoka. Let's just drink. Uh, well, jokes uh, on you, Richie, because this no, coffee right yeah, here, this coffee right here is black. You tell me you're not the Instagram bitch though. What the the guy that. You know, is constantly taking pictures of his girlfriend, and she's making him do it like seventeen thousand times from fourteen gazillion oh, different no, angles. No. Like we got to I saw one of these guys the other day, and I'm just like, and the girl was just like giving it to him, like, no, no, I want it this way. <laughs> no, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> we take it up high. You just, and she's just yelling at him. He's yeah, like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. Casey is <laughs> never. Like, she's excuse never me, sir. To. Can I have those? Yeah, those things between your legs. <laughs> Oh, she's got him. I should have known. Can I have him? Can you give him back to the dude, please? Like, could you please? This is I'm embarrassed for him. He clearly cannot function without his gonads. Can you please return his gonads to that to win? I didn't say that, but I want. But I wanted to. But I wanted to. That's for sure. Luckily, I've never been asked to do that. No. If she needs photos, a couple, a couple pictures needs, here and there. It's if fine. she needs those photo shoots, she knows. She just ask her own. She just ask her friends. <laughs> She knows because you're going to screw it up. That's like I would do. Yeah. We do it all wrong. Yeah, no, that's the we funny thing. We do it all that's wrong. The, that's the funny thing 
is I went to journalism school, okay? Right. I have to take pic- – you had to take pictures with professional cameras. That's right. And do actual shoots. Okay? You know what F-stop is. Yeah, and yeah. all that kind of yeah. stuff and white balancing. Exposure, yeah. White balancing. Yeah. I still got it. I haven't done it since college, not going to lie. But I could still do it if you gave me that big I'm a goddamn right professional now. photographer. That's Don't what I tell me her. my business, girl. I took, mobile, I took mobile journalism. Guess what? Shooting everything with your phone. Yeah. I know how to do the little dinosaur arm right here. <laughs> Get that straight camera and pan and everything. And then she's going to tell me, you don't know how to take a picture. I'm, I'm professionally trained. <laughs> I went to college. I got college debt for this. I, I know how to do <laughs> Literally. it. Yeah. Literally. Literally. I'm, I'm paying off my school loans to learn how to do this shit. Come on. Um, all right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back on the other side. What, uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> you want to talk about wrestling? By the way, Paul Wilson has moved want, to 1130 because he's got to do his uh, audition tape for J.J. Abrams. You don't want cool to talk, is that? You don't want to talk about wrestling. Even though this, is, this is, by the way, actually the biggest wrestling week of the year. It is? Actually, in all, all right, companies. We'll, we'll talk about but it you as just, long as you we just, can play You my, just want to play audio. your clip. You're just dying to play your little clip that you found. <laughs> I do. That's it. That's all I want to do. Yeah, I'm finally interested in wrestling. So, come on. But you tell me they don't do this anymore. Now, now I'm, uh, I'm back out. I was in. Now I'm back out. All right, quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we're brought to you by Bay Area Modern Medical Center. If you're looking to lose weight or get your nutrition where it should be or your immune system, they do it differently. Bay Area Modern Medical Center. They'll spend lots of time with you. We had uh, Chris on the other day, Chris Lugo, their medical director, and talked all about it. Back in three. All right, this is for all you guys who don't want to go to the gym and do 5,000 crunches. At Bay Area Modern Medical Center, you can get on the new True Body Machine where you can reduce fat and tone up your muscle. It's like doing 54,000 crunches in just 15 minutes. Define your body as you see fit. True Body offers personalized muscle stimulation that delivers the equivalent of those 54,000 crunches in just 15 minutes. Just Get in touch with them at Bay Area Modern Medical Center, BAMMC.com. Chris Lugo and the team over there will set you up on True Body and get amazing results. Non-invasive with comfortable and little to no pain and zero downtime. You can isolate and target those areas that you want to improve and treat multiple areas simultaneously. It's an amazing machine, so check it out at Bay Area Modern Medical Center, BAMMC.com. Well, Fitz the Mortgage Guy did it again. A listener heard his ad was going to another big bank but called Scott Fitzgerald at American Mortgage Services of Tampa, and Fitz saved him $618 on his monthly payment. Are you kidding me? Folks, that's big money. Rates are going up. They're going down. They're going all over the place. Scott will shop your loan and save you lender fees and get the best rates. Email him, scott at amstampa.com, or call 813-294-7595. That's Fitz the Mortgage Guy. Lots of stuff going on right now, and these rates are going all over the place. You need somebody knowledgeable in the market that will work hard for you and get you the best deal. That's my man, Scott. He's done three loans for me, done thousands of loans for local folks here, works with a lot of the coaches and players in the area. He's the guy. 813-294-7595 or go to scott at amstampa.com. Insurance coverage can be confusing and expensive. I mean, where do you start? Which companies can you count on to pay out fast and fair? 
Well, call the great folks at Italiano Insurance. It's a family-owned business. Jeff and Nat Italiano are carrying on the 60-year-plus tradition of giving amazing customer service and giving back to the community through their annual backpack drive for needy students and their support of the local pediatric cancer patients. But it's the customer service that sets them apart. They can shop all your insurance needs and save you big-time money. Don't hop on the internet and waste time looking at some bogus reviews. Talk to knowledgeable agents and not some voice-generated robot. These are confusing times for homeowners, and Italiano's team of experienced professionals can provide the right coverage for every situation, home, auto, business, life. It's Italiano for all the pieces of your life. Call 813-877-7799 or go to italianoinsurance.com. During COVID, over 1.7 million people were added to the Florida Medicaid rolls, but as of April 1st, 2023, most of these people may not be eligible for the Medicaid coverage and will lose their health plan. If you have been notified you are losing your coverage, don't freak out. It's very likely you can apply for a federal subsidy under the Affordable Care Act. Just call 877-652-0244. Our representatives will walk you through the whole process, get some basic information on your income, number of kids, and then they'll find a plan that best fits your needs. In fact, with the new laws, 90% of Americans qualify for reduced or free health care. You can select great plans like Florida Blue, that's my carrier, love them, paying $800 left after making the call. 877-652-0244. Our highly trained professionals know all the intricacies of the new laws. They will do all the work. You save tons of money. So if you're being dropped from Medicaid, fear not. Call 877-652-0244. Get real health insurance, free doctor visits, free blood work, no deductibles. 877-652-0244. Hey, JP here for Extravaganza Productions Incorporated, EPI. You've probably seen their purple logo at so many events that you've gone to. They are based in Tampa, and for over 33 years, they've been creating and producing conferences, meetings, and special events, the biggest to the smallest, solid reputation of delivering the best audiovisual, sound, lighting, entertainment, video production, and decor on time and on budget. I've worked with them with so many big events, the Warrior Games, which was an Olympic-style event all over uh, Tampa Bay, from McDill to the Convention Center to USF. They did it flawlessly, made it look big and fantastic. I've worked with them on small events as well, uh, large and small meetings and conferences, sporting events, fundraisers. If you got a fundraiser, you don't know the logistical way to pull it off, they'll take care of everything. Entertainment events, branding events, grand openings, so much more. The folks at Extravaganza Productions are the most professional and the best. I've worked with them many times. They are fantastic. You can contact them through extravaganzaproductions.com or call 813-621-4700. Extravaganza Productions, they are awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, let's rock. This is FanStream Sports with JP. All right, welcome back to the JP Peterson Show here on this Friday. And we're getting into summertime now, and boy, do I miss football. Do I miss football season. What are we, still three months away from football season? What are, when's the countdown to training camp? Because when we get to training camp, then I feel like... Late okay, July. Then I feel like, okay, I've made it. Late July, training camp starts. So we're what, late May, so June... Just like a couple of months. You know what I'm, really, what I'm really dreading? It's the worst week of the sports year by far, is... The All Star Break for baseball. Oh yeah! Oh my God! No, that's that's, va- that's that vacation is, week for that us. <laughs> that was vacation week for us, I believe, last year. Yeah, I actually, think we'll, yeah, I may do it again this year. The worst. Yeah, 
Uh, it's yeah, it's just there's just nothing going on in sports. Even even though there's so much happening now, I, we're talk we've talked about lacrosse, we've talked about Padel, this pro Padel league that we're doing out in Zephyr Hills. Which by the way, it's free if you want to come check it out. Um, they're live streaming it also on YouTube, and just look at some of the highlights. Uh, <clears throat> just Google pro Padel league PPL pro Padel league dot com. It, it's it's such a fast and amazing game. Uh, it's fun to watch. All these alternative sports, I, I call them alternative. You know, lacrosse now has a very successful professional league. Um, I don't know much about that game, but it's 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 interesting. I mean, professional pickleball, pickleball in in general has just absolutely exploded um, with these other teams. And I'm I'm getting it. I'm find myself watching more and more women's sports than I ever have before. Um, and I, I think I, I think a lot of it has to do with the quality of play. I mean, the level of athleticism now that that women display in basketball, um, in in golf, especially tennis, has always been tremendous to watch. Um, but you know, even some of these uh, pickleball, padel leagues, uh, I, I think all of it is just kind of ex- exploding. And I think it's a good thing. Yeah, softball. Softball. Well. I, mentioned, I was softball watching, I watched. Past. I watched the FSU game last night. I watched almost the whole game, mm-hmm. um, and once again, uh, Cat Sandercock was fantastic for FSU. Shocker! Why, why do you get laugh every time I say her name? I didn't even. I you did. did. I you did laughed. not. Laugh. You chuckled. You I chuckled. Did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And they they were down one nothing to Georgia, and they came back and spanked them eight to one. A couple yeah. of four run rallies, but that's a fast game. Yep. And it's you know it's and they're the infielders are just phenomenal. Yeah. How they pick it up so quick. The ball is fast, and they got to. You know the bases are so short; you got to get it over there. It's 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 a fun, a fun watch. In some ways, it's almost better to watch than college baseball. Oh yeah, like college, college baseball, baseball. Now watching college baseball, it just college baseball slow. needs the environment. Yeah, it yeah. really needs the environment, and that and we're gonna get that in the NCAA tournament. It always shows up, and it's fantastic. Of note, yesterday your USF Bulls are still how about that are still going. They spanked your UCF team, bro. They run rolled my UCF Knights. <laughs> my buddy Clayton from American Mortgage Services, the biggest USF fan ever. He sends me the the meme. What was it fifteen to four? Yeah. He's at like four times, like four separate times. He sent the one. I'm like, dude, calm down. It was like a quarterfinal game in your tournament. Well, they, I know they clinched well, we the semis. UCF. Now UCF has to play East Carolina now right. to have a chance to get into the semifinal. All right. So, so they're losing. Bye-bye. And USF is playing one of the other bottom feeders. USF now is waiting for these next two games. The other one is Memphis and Houston, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And whoever wins that, then those two teams will move on to join USF. And I think it's Tulane, I want to say. Yeah. I yeah. think it's Tulane who are waiting, and there you and then there you go. So hopefully oh, we get a little magic. What if USF win. ran the table, got that into the cr- NCAA tournament? Got the auto bid. That'd be nuts. Well, that would be nuts. Just Some, like they did two years ago or whatever. Yeah, it was. something good's got to happen, though. Um, you know, and, and we talked about this the other day. You know, that that ratification of the financing plan for the stadium is a game changer. That is a game changer for USF. That, that signals or maybe the demarcation or where they finally got serious about athletics. And if you want to be in the game, you better, you know, you can't be dipping your toe in the water. You know, they they got to go all in, and, and this is the first sign of it. So that's good. Okay. Yeah. Richie P. says, let's talk wrestling. And he also says, dude, I still can't believe you had Daddy Yankee out there. I was hanging out. I was working with Daddy Yankee. I got a picture on his Instagram, like his 49 million followers. 
I picked up like five followers from that whole oh ordeal. Oh, gosh. Look it's at amazing. You're, you're influencing Richie I'm an influencer now. Look at, now, look yeah. at no, I, I meant you're an influencer, but you're influencing Richie in a negative way now. <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> you guys can go read the comments. I feel, like I'm being, I feel like I'm being suckered into having. I hear Sander Gawkins is <clears throat> stiff. Stop it. I feel like I'm being suckered into having to play this clip that you sent me on Instagram. Well, somebody, somebody like sent me a, a reel and then you know how the reel play when that one finishes the next one plays behind it yeah so it was this clip and i was like well now if there was more of this going on i'd be more interested in wrestling but you tell me they don't do this anymore no if you want to see this there's no good double entendres anymore have, like there used to be have, this conversation sucks because now i have to tell you where you can watch this <laughs> where can i this is old school wrestling do you have peacock Yes, they do have Peacock. Well, you can find it on Peacock. What is it? It's like old can, school? They have the WWE Network on there, and you can watch every Monday Night Raw, every show, every paper, anything you want to watch. So what, was the, what were the salad days of wrestling, in your opinion? 97 to 2002. That was the sweet spot? That was the sweet spot. Now, okay. my generation was more 05 to like, mm-hmm. like 10. Why was 97 to 02 so good? Briefly, it was the Attitude Era is what it was called. It became, the Attitude Era? It was edgy. It was that's when it used to be marketed towards kids, and all the gimmicks were over the top and everything like you grew up on. Right, and it became you know in the ni- late nineties things changed. Right, right, and right. everything was very, like, yeah, professional. <clears throat> it started to become a real business. Yeah, and they but they weren't doing it. Out they of had the, to modernize with the times. The Homer Hesterly Armory. They had to modernize the times, and so they made it TV fourteen, and it was very like over the top, like edgy, edgy sexual. It was crazy. Yeah. Right. A lot of sexuality. Very we used, over the to, top. we used to be able to do that. Now, only Telemundo can do that. Everything they did on those shows <laughs> from that time period would never fly today. Like, Jenna Jameson was on Raw. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Had porn stars out there? They had a porn star character, Val Venus. Really? Yeah. And he used to do so a... That's weird he used to you, do can't, a, you can't get away with that today. He like, used to why? Do, he used to do a promo in the ring before all of his matches, and he would be like, Hello, ladies. Like, he'd have, like, the, the very baritone voice. What's up? And the girl and the ladies in the crowd would go crazy, and, and obviously. And then he would basically do some kind of, like, you know, I've got more meat than your buns can handle. <laughs> like, he would go full overboard <laughs> with it. It's all sausage party stuff. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, is one of the funniest movies ever made, by the way. But anyway, you sent, me this, you sent me this uh, this clip. Yeah. And I said, now this is funny. And this, this is, is, this is from, a, I, can tell, I can tell the time period. This was a Monday Night Raw in 2002. Okay. Okay, we got Triple H, Chris Jericho, and Stephanie McMahon. See, this is, yeah. These, the boss's daughter standing the in the The boss's daughter talking like this. And by the way, they are married now, by the way. The man saying this to the woman. <laughs> They are married now. and So it worked out well. So listen to this nice, cuddly uh, pillow talk between these two. <laughs> it's so sweet. I love it. Hold on. I got to put the sound on. To the bedroom. The game always came up a little bit short. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe it was not so much that... It was the game that was short. Maybe it was that the field I was playing on was just too damn big. Oh, no! Come on! Let me make it a little more clear for you. Even a 747 looks small when you're flying it into the Grand Canyon. What in the world? This is talking you... about the boss's daughter. <laughs> and somebody wrote this script. 
and the great wide open over here. What do you say? Wide open. What? Look at her face. Oh my god. See now that's so that's how wrestling got so big. Yeah. And now what now it's all it's like this is the time the period where like I've started to learn how ratings work. They were getting like nightly basis, like a 10 a 10 rating. Holy crap. Yeah, like 10 million people were watching were watching wrestling back in the day like every That's Monday. like NFL numbers. It was crazy. Now it's like 2 million. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I don't, I don't it doesn't yeah. hit the, it has not hit the same for other for most people because they've tamped it all down. It's not as edgy as <laughs> it used to They went public. Be. They went public right. and that's where it changed. Yeah, that appealed to all the masses. Yeah. Yeah. Which also, no, I told you it was a big weekend in wrestling, by the way. Tomorrow, there's a Night of Champions premium live event. It's in Saudi Arabia. They do it like two or three times a year in Saudi Arabia. It's a huge event. So that's tomorrow. They take that Saudi money, do they? That oh, dirty yeah. Saudi money? Mm-hmm. The wrestlers do? Oh, my God. So Turn they're, it off. It's big, big event in Saudi Arabia. And then the next day, AEW has their double or nothing pay-per-view in the T-Mobile Arena. On Vegas, in Vegas, and then NXT, which is WWE's de- developmental, they have their Battleground Premium Live event running opposite of AEW as well. So you got three pay per views this weekend in wrestling. So it's a big weekend for me. Three pay per views. Yeah. People, what are we shelling out for one of these things? Forty nine ninety five. Well, if you get a Peacock subscription and mine's five dollars a month, right. you get every Premium Live event. Oh, you do. Yeah, it's a oh, great well, there deal. There you go. Well, there you go. It's the same thing for NXT because it's on there. So okay. I'm, I'm only paying $5 a month to watch these things. Yeah. I probably will miss it so you can fill me in on Monday or Tuesday because Monday will, will be off for Memorial Day, by the way. So you'll fill me in? Yeah, I'll fill you in. Okay. All right. Good, good to know. Um, so all there's, right. your, there's your wrestling talk. For there's my day. wrestling update. And Ric Flair, you still suck for wearing that Stars jersey last night. You started this the, whole thing The nature today. boy can do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, for $100,000, he'll do anything. <laughs> That's probably what Dallas paid him last night to do that. God, what a great gig. What a great gig. He's living. He's, he probably told him, first of all, you're going to live, what is he, like 78 now? He's like 73, live, I think. Which, yeah, he probably never thought he would live this and he's long. Nev- and he's living the gimmick. Yeah, he he's is, living the he's he has never paid. He has never been Richard Fleer. He's yeah. always been Ric Flair. Yeah, and he's living the dream. He's getting paid, like, buckets, buckets of money just for doing stuff like that. You should get on. They got his, Mike Tyson on there last night, the stars that they brought all about. Well, they're in, they're in cahoots. They got the Ric Flair drip, and they got the Tyson 2.0. No wonder they won last night, finally. So they got to pay him the, every game for here on out? Yeah, they're not. Vegas is going to come back and win that. But the Celtics, on the other hand, oh. let's take a break and come back and talk a little bit of NBA because there's drama all over the NBA. I wish we could play some of the Kwame Brown versus oh. Shannon Sharp stuff. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, you were showing me some of that. That oh, That's ugly. And we, we can't even play that. And we're edgy. We're really edgy. Uh, all right, our thanks to uh, the Golden Diamond Source. Great folks over there. Uh, if you're, you have Father's Day coming up, by the way. Father's Day is coming up. We like shiny things from the Golden Diamond Source. I'd like a new watch from the Golden Diamond Source. So if somebody would be kind enough to go over there and see Julian Steve and say, hey, JP wants a new watch, that'd be great. Um, no, seriously, go get your dad something. Uh, if you got graduations or all over the place, great place to go. The Golden Diamond Source, 3800 Olmerton Road, always online at the Golden Diamond Source. Back in three with some uh, NBA talk.
the Jeeves Law Group. Have you been injured in an accident, in an auto accident, truck accident, motorcycle accident, at work or at a place of business? Well, call the Jeeves Law Group and get the personal attention that you deserve. I made the mistake many, many years ago with going with one of the bigger law firms, the national law firms. And let me tell you, getting a call back from those folks was next to impossible. Weeks and weeks would go by never get a call back that doesn't happen with the jeeves law group personal attention is what they're all about when you call the jeeves law group you will be part of the family they will represent you in a vigorous and aggressive way against the insurance companies these larger companies will promise bigger settlements but it's the jeeves law group that will get you the best results if you're tired of dealing with these bigger law firms check out the jeeves law group go to jeeveslawgroup.com tell them jp sent you get a free consultation it's the Jeeves Law Group. Scott Jeeves has been representing clients in the Tampa Bay area for over 25 years. Give them a call. It's a free call. 727-894-2929. 727-894-2929. Or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. Ladies and gentlemen, are you looking to lose weight or just lean up for bathing suit season where there are so many diets and chiropractors and weight loss clinics out there? You don't know where to start, right? We'll start at Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Chris Lugo, PA, and his professional staff will devise a personal plan for you that gets results and will help you keep the weight off. Everybody metabolizes food and supplements differently. Many of these other approaches are designed for the masses. So how's that going to work for you specifically? It's not. Chris will spend one-on-one time with you to find out what works best for you so the weight comes off safely without the use of harmful drugs and side effects. Call 844-977-3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Tell them JP sent you for priority scheduling. 844-977-3477 or BAMMC.com. Insurance coverage can be confusing and expensive. I mean, where do you start? Which companies can you count on to pay out fast and fair? Well, call the great folks at Italiano Insurance. It's a family-owned business. Jeff and Nat Italiano are carrying on the 60-year-plus tradition of giving amazing customer service and giving back to the community through their annual backpack drive for needy students and their support of the local pediatric cancer patients. But it's the customer service that sets them apart. They can shop all your insurance needs and save you big-time money. Don't hop on the internet and waste time looking at some bogus reviews. Talk to knowledgeable agents and not some voice-generated robot. These are confusing times for homeowners, and Italiano's team of experienced professionals can provide the right coverage for every situation, home, auto, business, life. It's Italiano for all the pieces of your life. Call 813-877-7799 or go to italianoinsurance.com. Hey, JP here for Extravaganza Productions Incorporated, EPI. You've probably seen their purple logo at so many events that you've gone to. They are based in Tampa, and for over 33 years, they've been creating and producing conferences, meetings, and special events, the biggest to the smallest, solid reputation of delivering the best audiovisual, sound, lighting, entertainment, video production, and decor on time and on budget. I've worked with them with so many big events, the Warrior Games, which was an Olympic-style event all over uh, Tampa Bay, from McDill to the Convention Center to USF. They did it flawlessly, made it look big and fantastic. 
I've worked with them on small events as well, uh, large and small meetings and conferences, sporting events, fundraisers. If you got a fundraiser, you don't know the logistical way to pull it off, they'll take care of everything. Entertainment events, branding events, grand openings, so much more. The folks at Extravaganza Productions are the most professional and the best. I've worked with them many times. They are fantastic. You can contact them through extravaganzaproductions.com or call 813-621-4700. Extravaganza Productions. They are awesome. Pure, pure sports. JP is back on. Welcome back. Fans dream sports. All right, welcome back. And a big thanks to our newest sponsor, EPI Productions, Extravaganza Productions Incorporated. Uh, great folks over there. If you have any event, large or small, and you need a setup, an audiovisual setup, you need maybe something built special for that occasion, they build anything in terms of props. Um, they have a humongous warehouse full of crazy props, man. It's it's actually really fun to go in there. I'm going to go in there and do another Instagram and show you a bunch of the stuff that they have in there. But you could go in there and uh, pick out stuff for your party, whatever you want, whatever themes you got. Trust me, they got crazy stuff, and they will make it pop. So if you got a, a charity event, um, a graduation event, something like that, and you just want to make it like super professional and really well done and, and competitive prices too, folks. For all the money you're going to spend renting the equipment and doing all that stuff, let the pros do it themselves and take all the headache out of the way. Uh, and that's Extravaganza Productions. That's what they do. Paul Thomason and that whole group over there are fantastic. I've worked with them with the Warrior Games and small projects as well, you know, Tampa Sports Club uh, gigs, and uh, it's always super well done. You never have to worry about anything. Just grab the microphone and go. They are the best. Uh, Extravaganza Productions to go. Uh, you can Google them, Extravaganza Productions Incorporated uh, or extravaganzaproductions.com, where you can find them. Tell them JP sent you, by the way. They'll give you a free consult and uh, just say, hey, I'm, uh, I'm having an event. This is what I want to do. Can you give me some ideas what we could do and what the cost might be? It's free, so give them a call. Find out. All right. Um, there's a party going on in Boston because the Celtics are back. The Heat had him down 3-0, and 0 in history of the NBA. Game teams down 3-0. 3-0 have never come back. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Um, but here we go. The Celtics have come back and won again. They won game five last night, 112-97. And now it's a 3-2 series, game six in Miami tomorrow, I believe. And then if there's a game seven... Uh, Miami's going to have a hard time winning that in Boston. Uh, we were dump, dunking on the Celtics the other day, and I'm still not sure they can get it done, but they've stepped up in two games in a row. So I'll, I'll hand them that, and Tatum was great last night. Jalen Brown was great last night. They're de- they finally played defense. They finally played defense, and they hit their three-pointers. When they shoot 40% from three, they don't lose. And that pretty much goes for every team, mm-hmm. but – you know, they the difference in the last couple of games is they're making their open three pointers. They weren't they were they were hitting them at a twenty nine percent level. Now they're up at forty percent again, and in these two games, and that's the winning edge for them. Yeah, it's crazy. But, and play defense. Yeah, it's crazy how things change. I mean, the narratives. And I watched that day that I was off on Monday. I watched a lot of the national shows because I was a little bored. And it's like everybody's talking about Joe Missoula, and you got to break up the. The, uh, the tandem between T- uh, Tatum and Brown, and I said the same things. Yeah. I thought this team was dead in the water, and they've yep. gone as far. Even though they made the finals last year, I thought that you know this was probably it for this core, right? But these two games have been just so different from what we've seen. They continue to be very, very Jekyll and Hyde, the Celtics. 
And Miami, I tell you what the difference is. And this is going to turn into this this meme if the if the if the Heat blow this series. There's this photo right here of Jimmy Butler. Oh, the timeout one, yeah. The timeout yeah. one, the mock. The timeout meme. Since then, Jimmy Butler is a negative 44 on the court. Wow. He's shooting 17% from three, and the kicker 20% from the field in the fourth. So all of a sudden, Jimmy Butler's game has, has, disappeared. has disappeared, and the Heat, we already know, although they have really good role players and a lot of sharp shooters on that team, and they play a very grit kind of style, they seem to be running out of it a little bit at the moment. And I'm getting a little worried for Miami. I am a little worried. Uh, the, the series has shifted so much over the last two games uh, to be blown out like that in two potential closeouts. I mean, yesterday wasn't even close. Was not even close for Miami. Uh, I have concerns for them if they're going to be able to pull this out now. <laughs> I'm like, is Boston really going to pull this off? I if they get it back to Game Seven in Boston, yeah, that's that's going to be a tough ask. Yeah, but would you rather see Miami Denver or Boston Denver? I wanted to see Miami Denver. I mean, you know my feelings about Boston. I didn't want to see Boston there at all. Right. I wanted to see Miami and Denver. Um, and unfortunately, I'm I'm not sure if we're going to get that at the moment. I really don't. I, I just just because of the talent levels. Because I think Boston's a better team than Miami from a talent standpoint. When Tatum and Brown, when they want to play and they give the effort that they gave last night, especially on the defensive end, and I can't believe I have to say that. You know, you're in a freaking conference final, and these guys are quitting out there. I mean, it's embarrassing, you know? And I think, you know, they finally just – maybe they just heard so much crap that they finally got their backbone up and said, you know what, we're going to go out there and play hard. And that, to me, that's been the difference. They just – their will – they've picked up their will level – their desperation level, you know, to finally equal Miami's. And when they do that, they're just a much more talented team than they are. Yeah, and they found some uh, some kind of bench scoring, some def scoring, if you will. Uh, what was it, Derek White last night? How many points did he have? I know he had 19 in the fourth. Uh, he finished with 24 points. 24 points out of Derek White, and 20, leading all Celtic scorers, by the way. And Marcus Smart, second Celtic scorer, 23 points. So you're getting almost 50 points right there from those two guys. It's no secret why Boston was able to pull that out. And that's the only thing. It's like in the last two games, they've gotten those contributions from, you know, Grant Williams and Horford was the guys who did it the night uh, the, the game before. And now you get Smart and Derek White. Can that hold up for Boston is kind of the big question. Can they replicate that two more times and have those guys shooting? From, I mean, they shot 41% from three yesterday, which is an elite average. That's the only thing that you have to think with Boston is can they keep that up for two more games to get them out of here? And, and again, Miami, too, Gabe Benson. There was a stat, I think, that the Heat were 18-5 and five when Gabe Benson starts for them. And he, didn't play, he, didn't, he did not play yesterday after he had that little ankle injury there in the fourth quarter of the game prior. Right. So maybe there's something to that. We already know they're playing without Tyler Hero. We forget right. Tyler Hero is their second leading scorer behind Jimmy Butler. So, and it doesn't sound like he's anywhere near being able to play. So they're going to have to do it without him. So I, the series has just flipped so much. It's like I'm almost thinking Boston's going to pull this off. It'll be interesting to watch this weekend. No question about it. There's some drama there. Meanwhile, uh, the Nuggets are just sitting there in wait. In wait. Can we agree we think the Nuggets are probably the team, though? I think they're going to win, regardless I, of who gets I, I in just there. Don't, I just don't see how you beat Joker. He just he dominates the game in every way. And. You know, we, we talked about this the other day. He just provides whatever his team needs. And his supporting cast is no joke. Aaron Gordon 
and uh, Jamal Murray. Those are really Jamal good Murray players. is is damn good. Man. Really good. Player. We don't talk about him a no, lot, and no. he goes kind of un, under the radar. But but when he want when he needs to get his shot, he just backs you down, finds a way. He's got a. You'll never remember this guy, but a, a Mark Aguirre. It, it, one of these I guys. Know Mark Aguirre. Yeah. yeah, just you know, physically he doesn't look like a whole lot. But he just was so crafty, could get his shot any way he want. And every game he's scoring 27 points. Yeah. Every freaking game. He's just like, uh, and you look up, did he score 27? A bunch of, you know, like fadeaways, you know, finger rolls, mid-range jumpers. You know, and by the end of the game, you're like, Jesus, he had 27 and 12. You know? And they're just good. And they're really well coached. And they play hard. Um, they, they seem to have great chemistry. And I, I, don't, I don't see that. You know, I think the Celtics are extremely talented, but they don't play hard, and their coaching is, you know, a- average at best, if not less than average. Mm-hmm. So, to me, the, the Nuggets have everything they need. Um, interesting story yesterday in the Times. I don't know if you saw this, um, but about Tampa Bay Stadium conundrum: who's playing where? The Rays, the Rowdies, and new new women's soccer team seek permanent homes. Uh, Daryl Shaw announced uh, that. The new United Soccer League, USL Super League, is a women's soccer franchise. Said he'd like to see the team play in Ybor City. He's already planning Ybor Harbor, a massive redevelopment project, project that, and that's where my heart is. Ybor Harbor. We were talking about this the other day. You see this? You see this? Right there? Yeah. See that, that, that beautiful building right there? That space-aged, beautiful stadium right there that they're going to put right down uh, next to the Crosstown and across from the aquarium? called Ebor Harbor, where the Rays are going to play for the next 45 years. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're talking about right there. Um, very interesting. And and the fact that Daryl Shaw is now in the professional sports business with this women's soccer league, which I don't know anything about, quite frankly. But, um, you know, I, is this, this is not – they already have a women's soccer league, and it's not this one, a women's professional soccer league. Or yeah, all the, the Olympic it's like the NWSL. Players. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what this one is, but um, whatever it takes, I just want to see the Rays play in there. If they, <laughs> if we need the women's soccer team, the USL, <laughs> good. We'll 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 take that too. But um, the Rowdies could play there as well. Yeah, and we talked about that whole concept that they did in Atlanta. You know, and part of you know a big part of building the new Mercedes Benz dome, uh, dome for um, for uh, the Falcons and also. The their new MLS team was Arthur Blank was like, you know, I'm going to build this. And I'm like, wow, that's one point five billion dollars that he spent on that Mercedes Benz Dome for, you know, essentially 10 Falcons games and a few college football games. Well, then they added in, you know, 23 MLS games with the MLS franchise and they packed the place more than with the Falcons. So, yeah, this is, you know, the, the numbers start to change when you can have another professional sports team in your baseball stadium and play 21 to 25 games there. Not to mention, you know, if you're configuring that to be able to play soccer, you can play football in there as well. And you can have bowl games in there. You can have concerts in there. You can have other soccer games in there. There's a lot of things that you could do in there. So bring it on. Can you imagine what that would bring to um, – to, and, I, you know, we were kind of joke, jokingly saying, well, why can't we the Bucks play in there as well? 
You know, <laughs> let's figure out a way to make that into a new football stadium as well. We don't need a new football stadium. I, we don't. We, I was in that stadium the other night for the, for, the, um, for the concert, the Ed Sheeran concert. And it's like the, 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 the clubs are fabulous. Like the club areas, the luxury suites. I mean, what, what is so bad about that? Sta- I mean, it's, 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 they, now they have the uh, state-of-the-art uh, uh, video boards Be- because and sound. It's, because it's not some plastic atmosphere, like cesspool, indoor stadium. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why it's not. All yeah. these indoor stadiums, we've had this discussion, have no character and no atmosphere at all. Zero. And that's why everybody wants to change it. All right. Um, our resident uh, actor is ready to take the stage. Um, all things uh, media, our entertainment correspondent, Mr. Paul Wilson, joining us here straight from his uh, – is, did you do an audition for J.J. Abrams today? Yes. Wow. Richard Nixon. That's right, and it's uh, it's kind of funny because this could be the tricky dick hat trick. Yes, if it happens. Yes. So yeah, is that all yeah. you can tell us? I know this is all very very secret. That's <clears throat> all I can tell you. I'm sworn <laughs> my NDA is over there. It's about a ream of paper. So let's just leave that over there. All right. Interesting. How are you, partner? It's good to see you. Good to see you guys. How's it been going? You know, I mean, what are we doing? Here's the official, unofficial, maybe the official beginning of the summer blockbuster season, if not summer. Yes. Um, yeah. And we got some big, well, what's coming out this week? Oh, uh, The Mermaid. Uh, what, what's her face? Uh, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid's uh, coming out. The live action remake of yeah. that classic tale. And and we got to talk about this. Before we get to that, we got to talk about this guy. Um, Bert Kreischer. You know that is? Yeah, the FSU guy, the comedian. Always taking his shirt off, the fat guy. His movie, yeah, he's from St. Pete. His movie opens this weekend. Mark Hamill plays his dad. Now, Nick, you know who Mark Hamill's most famous for playing? Uh, Something in the Star Wars. Even I know this one. (laughs) Something in the Star Wars. That's five points. Okay, good. Not not quite ten. Luke Skywalker. Luke. Who's Luke Skywalker? You don't know what Luke's... (laughs) Here we go again. Yeah. I, I, do I need to ship the DVDs over there to you again? No, he, he uh, I, pr- trust me, Paul. I will not. I will not unseal them. I promise you. Okay. Yeah, I know. We we have this conversation a lot. Um, no, this this movie um, is insane. The machine, the and machine. it's uh, it's based on a story that he says happened when he left FSU one semester with his Russian class and went to Russia. And uh, they had to get some protection on the train because they were going from St. Petersburg, Russia, to Moscow. Right. And the protection was the mob. And apparently when he shows up to meet them, he's all excited and he forgets his Russian because he's been taking it for a while. And the only thing he says in Russian is, I'm the machine. And then they bust out laughing, become his buddies, (laughs) then get drunk and decide to rob the train, including his classmates. Crazy story. (laughs) I got to go see it. I love it's his comedy. Great. His comedy's fantastic, and he's a big FSU fan, and he's a big uh, he's a Bucks fan too, right? Big Bucks fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There, oh, you, there go. you go. Remember those? Remember yes. those cups? Oh yeah, I got a couple of them from last year. Who's on that cup? Who is that? Is that this Mike Martin? Is Richie Lewis? Oh, Richie Lewis. Wow. This is classic, dude. This that is from is our days running right? around the stadium. That's 1989 Omaha. I went out there with those guys. Covered right. the, covered that team in 1989. I went to Omaha for two weeks. I was out there. Doing satellite stuff back back to uh, Tallahassee, it, it, well, that was the. I literally had to go buy more underwear. It's crazy. Um, yeah, 
But those, those are the days. Walking around after the game, picking up stacks of these cuts yes, to take home. Absolutely. I, have, I think I have three in the kitchen here in the office. Those are classics. So, all right, so we got the blockbusters coming out. We got Little Mermaid. I mean, we'll, we'll go see that with the kids. The kids will love that. It looks kind of cool, though. It looks, looks really well done. Getting a lot, you know, got a little criticized for kind of playing with some different types of characters that people aren't used to. Um, I think it's going to be, it's going to make her, uh, the Little Mermaid herself, it's going to make her a superstar. What's her name? Um, I, I can't pronounce it. Okay. He <laughs> would ask me that. Um, but it looks great, and you've got Melissa McCarthy playing Ursula. Oh, uh, that's perfect. Really, really fun, great actors and great comedians. Um, big lavish. They're expecting about hundred about $120 million this opening weekend. Um, there's that. Um, Sebastian Meniscalco, the Love it him. comedian right Love now. Love him. Love him. Uh, he's got a movie based on, his, based on his true story about his relationship with his dad. Um, and his dad is played by Robert De Niro. Um, he, ta- he talked about this when he played Tampa last year. I went to it. Yeah. He talked about this movie. He was shooting the movie at the time, and he did a whole bit on his dad. And, oh, my God, I was, it's hilarious. The whole, yeah. the whole yeah. bit is funny. So if the, the movie is based on that, I'm in. I'm all in on that deal. It's got some fun, got some fun beats. I haven't seen it, but uh, some of the reviews have been pretty – pretty mild and uh, say that it's just fun to see De Niro, you know, yeah. kind of in his bumbling mode um, playing How his How can dad. he not be good in that? That's like, it's got to be mean, funny. And those two guys, you know, last were last in Irishman. I mean, that's that's the thing about these these comedians um, is that I think it's, it, you know, like Scorsese is unbelievable at bringing these comedians in to play bad guys or to play, you know, real yeah. heavy roles in, in his movies. So the two of them are paired again uh, as they were in The Irishman. No, well, I'll, I'll definitely watch that. Well, what else is on the docket for this summer? Uh, well, we've got the big Indiana Jones final adventure of Harrison Ford at 80 years old. Um, that <laughs> kind of yeah, it debuted at Cannes like it did about 15 years ago with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gotten some interesting, fun, nostalgic. You know, n- nostalgia always plays, but right. it's got some good reviews. Um and of course, they de-age Harrison Ford, so that's all over the internet. So that's not a you know spoiler alert. They take him. The movie, I think, the movie begins in 1944. So it's and of course, you know, Indiana Jones' favorite set of bad guys, the Nazis. Of he's course. after them, of course. And they're looking for something that Archimedes may have made. Um, oh, okay. Time travel, of course. So, yeah. So um, we'll see some familiar faces. Uh, John Reese Davies is back as Sala. And of course, he goes all over the world. That's coming out um, end of June, so that should be that should really set fire. I think Disney's done pretty good at keeping Little Mermaid away from Indiana Jones. Yeah, have, have you got a chance to see Guardians yet? Guardians three. Yes, loved it. Wasn't that was that not the best of the three? You think it might it might have been it might have been. I think so. Um, it, I loved all the humor, and you know they just don't. They don't really miss, you know, knock on wood, when they really put these fun actors together in these seemingly very dangerous situations, and they have this great little moment of kind of this release the safety valve of, of humor. Um, but it's that team is so so wonderfully close knit as they work together. Those actors, I, I thought it was just fantastic and really fun. Who do, who do you think is the best comedic actor out there right now? Because I mean, and and if I say Chris Pratt, people are like, uh, what are you? He's comedic, is he? And maybe you could can't put these guys in genres, but I think that dude is so freaking funny. 
anything he's ever done. Um, I just he just hits the right tone, and comedy is so hard. It, it, it you know it's just so hard to be really really good at it. Who, who would you put out there? Yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely at the top. I like, uh, I mean, I, I I like Melissa McCarthy. I think she's a Hilarious. genius. Yes, and I think some of these some of these women are just absolutely hysterical. Um, but you've got like, and Sebastian does a good job. I think yeah. he really, I mean, he kind of plays himself. Um, yeah, I mean, if you hadn't said Chris Pratt, I probably wouldn't have walked into it that fast. But I think that's that's going to be a hard one to beat. And there's a guy that you know kind of came out of nowhere was yeah. this kind of doughy sitcom star. And, you know, he was rumored to kind of take over the helm of Indiana Jones at one point. Oh. And, of course, he lost a lot of weight. And then uh, Jurassic Park and, and, and those subsequent sequels, I, you know, he's a great little action star as well. Yeah. You know who else I like? And this is going back to Deadpool, but Ryan Reynolds. I think he's freaking hilarious. He's probably the best R-rated version yes. of a, yes. a comedic character. Yeah. I, he, yeah. He After freaking... we get started filming, um, I don't know if they're going to finish – uh, this summer with the writer's strike, which is kind of, you know, the earthquake in Hollywood right now. So. Why are they doing that right now when there's AI? Because we were going to talk about this. So what, how is, you know, there's a writer's strike and now AI is writing everything from your dating profile to your, uh, your philosophy paper to everything else. And now they're going to write movies and use AI to write movies and sitcoms and everything. How I've you, actually, how you feel I've about actually, that? I've actually used, uh, just for fun, right. I've used a little AI tool to write a plot, and it spits it out. It's, it's kind of, eh. It's generic. But, I mean, it's generic. The, yeah, and they're, they're, I mean, I got news for you. You know, AI's been around a long time. Anyone that has a streaming service yeah. is being, you know, subjugated to AI. Because why do you think they're programming through their algorithm? Oh, maybe you should watch this since yeah. you watch that. You might like this. You might like that. That's been going on for a while. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think Hollywood's fascination with it goes way back to Metropolis. You know, what's that, from the 30s or 40s? Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the but, movie um, where the computer took over and started the nuclear war? What was that great sci-fi movie? You remember that? It was, it was, it, it was, the, the, uh, yeah, you, you might not remember. Somebody well, Terminator. What's Terminator. Terminator. No, it wasn't Terminator. It was another one um, where the, the 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 computer takes over NORAD, and it's it's artificial intelligence, and it starts thinking on its own, and it almost begins a nuclear war. It's, that does a simulated nuclear war. That what is the name of that? Uh, it was. Not, I gotta look that up. Yeah, it's like uh, late early nineties, maybe late eighties. Um, come on, somebody in the comments, you'll guys, you guys will get this. Yeah, someone jump in and help. But us that's, but that's, I mean, you know, that's the ultimate fear where AI is going, right? That, that it can, it can do stupid stuff like that. But how does it work? Because I've tried it for writing, you know, certain, uh, just to kind of get my creative juices going. You know, give me a little, and and, and it can kind of get you going. But what it produces, like I asked it to do a spot on something I was working on, and it, you know, it didn't understand the prompt right and thought I was talking about something completely different. So you, you got to work with it in that way. But what it even spit it, what it spit out was just very cliche to me. Right. It wasn't creative right. or second level, third level thinking, which is what makes good writing good writing. What makes good film good film. Um, the basic stuff doesn't play. It's got to be. It's got to be second, third level type thinking, right? Yeah, and I think you're going to see. I mean, Can just wrapped last week or so, and there's a lot of discussion of. There was a lot of discussion of AI at Can, and I think what we're going to see. Is you know, and Hollywood loves derivatives, right? So you or reboots, right? right so I think that's kind of where they want to be careful with it. And although the writer strike um, 
and that's basically over revenue sharing with streamers right now, by the way, that's the big war. Um, and then at the end of Jan, uh, end of June, uh, the DGA, the Directors Guild, may go on strike, and then it's game on. I mean, they're they're planning for a hundred or so days of picketing, and you know, n- movies that were in production before the strike, which was a couple weeks ago when it when it started, um, will probably keep going unless SAG, Screen Actors Guild, strikes. Then they're then they're all walking off. And you've had several years of actors becoming writers, you know, multiple guild associations, so. This could turn into a war. I think the best part about AI, aside from the, you know, the de-aging that they did, of course, in several other movies, Michael Douglas did it in the uh, first Ant-Man, right? Yeah, right. Um, I think you're going to see AI being utilized by most of Hollywood and the entertainment world to kind of take a script that's written by a scribe, not a machine, mm-hmm. um, and then they run it through some parameters in terms of budgeting. In terms of how much is it going to cost to take this out to four thousand theaters? Right. Will this money make? Will this movie make money back? And at what point can the investors expect to start making their money back? That's, I think, where they really want to go with it. How can it? How can it do that? It's so subjective on how 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 a film is received. You know, how does AI predict if one of the actors, you know, in the middle of the release, you know, does something really really bad? I mean, you know, AI can't predict that stuff. No. That's what, As that's you can tell, I'm very anti-AI, by the way, if you can't that's, tell. Well, right. I mean, I think, I think any creative person is. Right, I of think, course. Yeah. I, think, I think even, like I said, even the, in the business spheres of the entertainment, of the accountants and the so-called marketing people that don't seem to know what they're doing, really, they're going to lean on it and take things like, well, if this, is the, if this is the aggregate demographic that we're aiming for, and, or this is the kind of um, majority of the gender, we think, like a rom-com may be aimed at more women 35, 64 then they can start kind of getting really close. It's, it's kind of basing, you know, based on some marketing metrics, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right. I mean, one, one actor gets a DUI, gets pulled over and starts, you know, acting like a jerk. I mean, that can, we've seen how that affects blockbusters right. yeah. and that affects movies. I mean, that sucks the air out of the room real yeah. quick. Yeah. By the way, War Games with Matthew, Matthew Broderick was that. Was the, that's the one. That's yes, the one. Good, good film. Check that out. Um, and, and, you know, we were talking about this in terms of baseball, you know, artificial intelligence equals analytics. Right. And where is the where is the the sweet spot between using your human intuition and then managing with analytics as well? And I think it, it, this this argument can go out into every realm of our world these sure. days. And it's interesting that, you know, it's always how sports seems to be a precursor in a lot of these you know arguments, debates that eventually comes to the real, the real world, so to speak, you know, the Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier, you know, sure. et cetera, et cetera. So it, I just think it's interesting that we're now having the same conversation in every other realm of the world. And I think, you know, the old school people in baseball are like, you know, give me some of the information, but then I'm making the decision. Whereas I think the corporate world, and I think, you know, studio executives, I think would fall into this. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to rely on a human being that's so infallible may not even show up for work when I can use a computer that I know is going to be there. And I just hate that reliance on that and just dismissing human beings because I know the computer is going to be there and it's going to give me something solid, but it's never going to give you something, you know, it's never going to write, write Casablanca, you know, it's never going to, it's never going to do that. It's never going to create these incredible films that J.J. Abrams collect and these others. Well, it's, I mean, can you imagine 
can you imagine what Casey Stengel would say right now about uh. Moneyball? I mean, you take people Shut like up, that Chris. out of their experience, and it, I mean, there's arguably probably one of the best baseball managers of all time. Yeah. Um, but he's the one who built that team. Right. You know, he's the one who chose that lineup. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, I think it's a great debate. I think it's a great debate. We'll see where it yep. goes in entertainment. All right, anything else going on with you? Anything else you want to promote? Anything else happening? What are, you're always doing uh, interesting my, things. My what son is graduating high school tonight. Well, congratulations. So that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. That is a big, a big deal. deal. Um, um, that's about it. I mean, you know, I'm just kind of ready for beach season and bikini season. Not for me, of course. What about just, golf season? Yeah, we got to do that before it turns into Vietnam season, right? <laughs> Yes, we do. It's right around the corner. Yeah, I think it's already here. How, oh, well, how about are you gonna make the Michael Block movie? You gonna you gonna write that script? It wrote itself last week at the PGA. Ah, Come on, you got somebody's gonna I make mean, that. What movie. a story! I mean, unbelievable. Well, I saw some interview where he's like, "I don't even hit balls all day. I no. don't even hit a buck balls once a week." Right. I just love that. Yeah. There's hope for us. Yes. There's hope for us. Yeah. You should make. We should. We should make that movie now. All right, partner. Good to see you. Good luck with the uh, with the new movie, and uh, that would be awesome. Thanks. You guys have a great weekend and leave happy a, Memorial Day. Leave us with a tricky dick line. To all those veterans out there, we love you, and we're proud. <laughs> there you go. Felt like How about that? That was a good little tricky dick line. That was a, and and apropos as well. Yeah. Thank you, my friend, the great Paul Wilson. There, Wilson Media, uh, all things entertainment and media. Um, yeah, the streaming. We we've been talking about this for a week now. The damn streaming services. You know what I did yesterday? I got rid of Bally's because Spectrum offered me their digital streaming service that includes Bally's mm-hmm. for sixty bucks. So you're back on the Spectrum. I'm game. back on Spectrum because the Bally's app. I just I could not. It's so clunky. They don't even they don't even post the post game show. They they give you like a minute forty five of the post game show. Like the first minute 45, and they call that the post-game wrap-up. It's so bad. And then if the reverse and fast-forward and rewind is awful. So I'm back. Yeah, I'm back on Spectrum. Well, you Spectrum won't have these streaming. problems with beautiful Spectrum. I can tell you that. Yeah. But Spectrum doesn't have a, um, a rewind or fast-forward. The streaming service. Like I, I oh, would, yeah. If it's a streaming service, like YouTube, you, you could go back and forth. Like if you're watching a show – and you know if I'm like I'll have Sports Center on in the background, and they do something on the Bucks or something, and I'm you know I'm doing something else at the time in the bathroom. So I always come back and rewind. Yeah, you have to have watch it. You don't. You, you don't have you have to have the the Spectrum box, the box, and like traditional cable where you're watching it in real time and not right. on a stream. And then you have the, you know like the old school remote, right? I think yeah. you used to have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old yeah. school remote where you have all the functions. So they have, they have you, any type of recording with the stream. I hope. I think you can record. Yeah. But you can't do fast forward and all that stuff. Unless you record it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll, fi- we'll figure that out. But I'm back on Spectrum. And I, um, it's just, it's just, now I can go from the Rays game to the basketball game to the hockey game without having to get out of the Bally's app, go to the YouTube app, which always, you know, it's circling. It's just, it's awful. And now we got, you got to get Peacock to get this NFL game and this, that, this, that, and the other. Somebody's got to streamline this shit. Somebody's got to do something quickly. Hey, before I forget, by the way, because you brought up you brought up baseball just a little bit, I meant to say this today. Screw the freaking New York Yankees. Yeah, they are worth they are worth nothing. They're just not a great baseball team. Well, they're a good baseball team. I'm not going to take that away from them. But why can't you help out 
The Rays. Beat the like, Orioles. Why can't, you, can't you do your job? Do your job. The Rays take three out of four from Toronto. They took two out of three from Milwaukee, and they gained zero ground. And we, do we have to do Aaron, Broon, Aaron Boone is such a bitch uh, rant again today? Like every day we're going to say, do like, Aaron do we have Boone? to do Pedro, Mr. Pedulant Baby here gets tossed again for like the 4,080th time of the season already. And then spit on the umpire, by the way. Well, did the spittle in his face. <laughs> and the umpire called him out on it, too. He's going to get suspended for that. He's not even arguing. Like, this guy played baseball, right, at right. a high level. You can't argue I, balls I'd, and strikes. I'd like to, that, yeah, but I like to think this guy has some sense of the strike zone. He's just arguing, like, for arguing's sake now. Yeah, I, saw, pitch, I saw the pitches. They were right on the borderline. They're, they're your typical everyday borderline calls. Yeah, they, were, not they weren't like four, five, six out, inches outside the zone. They were right on the line, and he didn't call it a strike. Okay, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah, and then he's got to run out there and get, you know, and it, look, you can't. And the umpire gave him a couple opportunities to stop bitching. He was bitching about balls and strikes in the dugout. Typically, they'll let you go three, four times, but of course, he couldn't do that. He had to keep going until he got tossed. I, I, I think he's trying to get fired. I think he's done with it, and he's just trying to get fired, collect his money, and Lord, go. I, I hope that Cashman ever fires that man. Like, how, how does Hal not just. Sack them both. I was about to say, does Hal have any sort of, like, gonads, I guess? I don't know. Uh, which we've talked a lot about today. Does he have any gonads on him to make a, to make a big move? I don't think so, but otherwise he would have done it by now. How can you continue to play, to give Cashman a shot after shot after shot? Like, he's not doing anything. They're literally doing, they've done, besides bring back Aaron Judge, that's great. Yeah. Like I said, they did nothing to improve this team, no. necessarily. They it got just some looks young like he's always in. throwing crap at the wall, and he's not building a team ever. You know, with that huge budget, and he still can't do it. Yeah, and I'm sure, by the way, I'm sure they, they're they going to win 95 games, I'm sure. How could you but, not win 95 games when you've got a budget like that? Yeah, they're not. A, I'm not anybody can do that. I'm not that. saying they're a bad team. I think they're a good team. But the standards in New York are more than just a good team, and I just don't trust them to go deep in the playoffs. No. No way. No way. All right, well, uh, do we need to take another break? Yeah, we got one more break. Right, one more break, and then we'll come back and wrap things up. Um, we might get to... Um, an epic Bill Romanowski take. I don't know if we got it or not, but we might. Quick break. Back at three. Stay with us. Hey, guys. Are you experiencing those feelings of getting older, lower sex drive, fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, or you just don't feel like you had the vitality you once had? It's a chronic problem here in the United States. You're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. So do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Look, testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use they will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results folks i've been on testosterone therapy for over six years and it is a life changer you will feel and look better than you did 10 years ago give them a call at 844-977-3477 or go to bammc.com tell them jp sent you for priority scheduling that's 844-977-3477 or bammc Hey, JP here for Extravaganza Productions Incorporated. EPI, you've probably seen their purple logo at so many events that you've gone to. They are based in Tampa. 
And for over 33 years, they've been creating and producing conferences, meetings, and special events, the biggest to the smallest, solid reputation of delivering the best audiovisual, sound, lighting, entertainment, video production, and decor on time and on budget. I've worked with them with so many big events. The Warrior Games, which was an Olympic-style event all over uh, Tampa Bay, from McDill to the Convention Center to USF. They did it flawlessly, made it look big and fantastic. I've worked with them on small events as well, uh, large and small meetings and conferences, sporting events, fundraisers. If you got a fundraiser, you don't know the logistical way to pull it off, they'll take care of everything. Entertainment events, branding events, grand openings, so much more. The folks at Extravaganza Productions are the most professional and the best. I've worked with them many times. They are fantastic. You can contact them through extravaganzaproductions.com or call 813-621-4700. Extravaganza Productions. They are awesome. JP here for the Jeeves Law Group. Have you been injured in an accident, in an auto accident, truck accident, motorcycle accident, at work or at a place of business? Well, call the Jeeves Law Group and get the personal attention that you deserve. I made the mistake many, many years ago with going with one of the bigger law firms, the national law firms. And let me tell you, getting a call back from those folks was next to impossible. Weeks and weeks would go by never get a call back that doesn't happen with the jeeves law group personal attention is what they're all about when you call the jeeves law group you will be part of the family they will represent you in a vigorous and aggressive way against the insurance companies these larger companies will promise bigger settlements but it's the jeeves law group that will get you the best results if you're tired of dealing with these bigger law firms check out the jeeves law group go to jeeveslawgroup.com tell them jp sent you get a free consultation It's the Jeeves Law Group. Scott Jeeves has been representing clients in the Tampa Bay area for over 25 years. Give them a call. It's a free call, 727-894-2929. 727-894-2929 or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. Pure, pure sports. JP is back on. Welcome back. Fan Stream Sports. All right, welcome back to the JP Peterson Show here on this Friday. We will be off on Monday, and uh, as we observe Memorial Day holiday on Monday, I'm going to Chicago, so I will be reporting live from Chicago on Tuesday and Wednesday when the Rays are there. I'm going to go to the Rays games up there. So, uh, yeah, the lovely Ashley and I are heading up there to see Cullen, my son, and Savannah, his girlfriend, and we're all four going to pile into the bleachers at Wrigley Field and drink Goose Island IPAs and eat hot dogs covered in macaroni and cheese, chili, onions, and everything else I could find on those fantastic Wrigley dogs. There you go. I cannot wait. There you go. It's going to be like 65, 70 degrees, sitting in the sun, out in Wrigley Field. Oh, come on. I had a friend that's in Chicago right now, and he sent me pictures yesterday. He was at the game, the Mets-Cubs game, and he was sitting kind of just off-center, lower bowl just off-center to home plate. Beautiful view and everything of the field and, and the scenery. And $27 ticket. $27. How 20- much are the outfield seats in Tropicana Field for this weekend's Dodgers over, series over, for tonight? Over 60 with fees. $60 with fees for an outfield seat. You can get a behind-home plate seat at Wrigley Field for $27, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. <laughs> and uh, what do you think the attendance will be? I think it will be big because the Dodgers haven't been here since 07. He will uh, they'll rake the Dodger well, fans. They, I don't know how many they were Rays here at, fans will be. Retract what I said, slightly making an alteration. Right? They were here in 2019, 
but it was just a little two-game set. This is the first three-game set okay. since 20, okay. 2007. All right, all right. But interesting, fun to have the Dodgers come in um, and the Rays, you know, two of the best teams in baseball. Andrew Friedman will uh, will be back in his, his haunts where it all started for him. So uh, tomorrow is Glasnow versus Kershaw. Who we got tonight? Uh, TBD. TBD. You get TBDs. Old, old TBD, man. Old TBD's pitching tonight for Be- the Rays. Beeks. I'm just get used to that. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Beeks, Beeks is uh, is opening tonight, and I think uh, Chriswell. I thought I read was supposed to. Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. Oh, I don't. God. I don't mean to like, you know, put somebody's career to bed already. But I have not seen one glimmer of what they see in Cooper Criswell. Since he's been up. Have you? No. I have not seen that at all. I don't see the stuff. And if they're trying to give him an extended look tonight, I'll, I will make a bet that by the fourth inning, Kevin Cash will pull the plug. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think it's going to go well. Not against this team. No. This, this team is stacked. I don't think it'll go well. A um, couple other notes. R.C. Enerson from Newport Ritchie <coughs> will be driving in the Indianapolis 500 this weekend. The Gulf High alumnus. Didn't merely qualify for one of the biggest races in the world. One has been tending since he was a toddler. He did so after a two-year pause in his career. I'm hoping I can get into that race, man. It's been a, it's been a few years since I've really, like, can I actually recall sitting down to watch it? I've never been. Um, I'd like to go. Been. I hear it's a spectacle. But yeah. just, I, I don't think. I had, I had an opportunity to go this year, and I just. Some of these events just, just don't feel as big as they used to be. 